0: Welcome back to Tap That AZ Podcast. How are you? How are you doing? Did you have a great holiday season? I did. It was pretty sweet. And uh, really excited to get back into this though. So this episode was recorded live at Salt River Fields during the Arizona Barrels Bottles and Brews event. So the goal of this event is to make just an amazing experience for everybody involved. From the breweries to the guests to the wineries to kombucheries. Is that a place? Kombuchery? Um, Wild Tonic up in Cottonwood, making some amazing stuff. Just They just wanted everybody to have some fun, right? So that was the goal of the people behind this, and it was a success. So put this on your every year must-hit list. This uh, is a pretty sweet event. But before we get into those conversations, I want to give everybody an update on what has been going on and what is coming up for us. First of all, the Arizona Beer Book is out so a year in the making, first volume of this book, coffee table style book, highlighting 37 breweries slash adult beverage producers across the state. Had some cider and mead in there uh, as well. 200 pages, hardcover, over 70 full page pictures, pictures everywhere, full color. A man, Luke Irvin, photographer extraordinaire. We're really proud of how this all came together. So we're currently. Working on getting the book into as many places as we can, so keep an eye out for them at your favorite tap room, brewery, all that stuff. Keep an eye on them. If you see one, make sure you grab one, or you can go to thearizonabeerbook.com and buy one. Also, be sure to follow us on social media, at The Arizona Beer Book on Instagram and Facebook, to stay up to date, because we're going to be doing some events. We're going to be at some events. We're going to be just out and about, showing everybody the amazing... Arizona beer scene or being part of it, drinking beer, whatever it is. We're gonna see you drinking beer somewhere, probably. So we're gonna be doing some book signings, some collaboration beers, all that stuff. So keep an eye out it at the Arizona Beer Book on Instagram and Facebook. Also, very exciting. Be sure to follow a taste of AZ on Facebook and Instagram. That is a taste of a Z. Website isn't ready quite yet, but if you follow us on social media, you can keep tabs on what's going on there. So Looking to launch this in early spring. Really very similar approach to Tap That AZ. But now we're going to be focusing on the amazing people and the things happening in the food scene here in Arizona. I feel that this food scene here, as is the beer scene, is underappreciated and underrepresented. So our goal is to put the highlight and the focus on the people that are making it happen. The chefs, the farmers, really just the people... Behind this amazing, growing, thriving Arizona food scene. So going to have the podcast aspect, but we're really stepping it up a level two, three, I don't know, to add some badass video content. So my partner on that, Luke Irvin, who's also my partner on the Beer Book. So big shout out to Luke. Awesome dude. You've probably seen him at the beer festivals uh, with us, and you've probably met Luke at the Arizona Beer Book tables, handing stickers out throwing them at people he, he gets people's attention so my man luke irvin helming the production team for a taste of az so really stoked about this so once again follow us at a taste of az we'll let you know when the website's ready you're going to get some sneak peeks in here, here here and there over the next couple of not months we're not going to be posting much as far as posts go but check out the stories we're going to try to stay active there and, and give you guys a little bit Behind the scenes of of what is building up here, really, really excited. I could go on all day, and I think I have so far. (laughs) So let's hear some event conversations from Arizona Barrels, Bottles, and Brews. You are our first guest Oh well, thank you for having me. This is pretty. This it's is a big pleasure. deal, man. I don't know if you know how big of a deal this is. Oh, for, it's really not. <laughs>
1: but it is. I was feeling <laughs> special for a <laughs> moment there. <laughs> <It is. laughs> no,
0: that is that is a big deal. So we are at Arizona Barrels, Bottles, and Brews, and this is oh, a fantastic event. Space, all
1: Arizona, right? all of our brethren here uh, gathered in one place.
0: That you know what that is a uh, something that you don't really see, right? All Arizona. But not just all Arizona beer, right? Oh, I mean, you're, got you're a testament here. to that. We've
1: got, uh, yeah, we've got our fantastic Jun kombucha, wild tonic here out of uh, Cottonwood. Uh, we've got our Verde Valley uh, brethren as well in Page Springs here, so that's great yeah. to have them represented. And uh, yeah, there's like, a couple other of the funky ferments here as well. So
0: There's some really cool shit going on between... I mean, there's all shit, real cool shit going on across the state, but there's really cool stuff going on between Phoenix and Flagstaff.
1: Absolutely. Right? With you Absolutely. guys. I
0: don't think that a lot of people and don't, don't take this the wrong way, but I don't think a lot of people realize that Wild Tonic is in Cottonwood. Correct. No, lo- yeah. the,
1: the local branding is a, a huge push for us. Um, we've been in business actually four years uh, and been in alcohol about two years now and that's a huge push of our of our whole new team and we've got some great people on board now and our strategy is really pushing that local vibe because a lot of people don't know. We've been blessed to be in some of the Whole Foods channels, like the, the, yeah. the natural food channels rather, but um, we're really trying to expand to more local bars and get that local push and, and local coffee shops and that's really the next step for us, so it's yeah. exciting to be here.
0: Dude, that's kind of a cool thing. It, it, I, th- I don't want to say it's a problem, but it's a good problem to have, to be have this huge brand, a Wild Tonic. Right, Everybody the Netscast t- wide, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you know, na-
1: are you guys nationwide? Yeah, we're in 35 to 40 states, depending wow. on non-alcohol and alcohol. We've got yeah. a, a cool mix. And we're one of the only companies out there doing both, so that also presents some, like, new and exciting challenges. I, I come from a craft beer world, so I love everything on draft, and I love the alcohol, but uh, the non-alcohol is also fantastic. So it's a cool world that we get to walk both lines and uh, do a yoga event in the evening, a beer event in the afternoon afternoon and a cocktail event in the evening oh yeah yeah. (laughs) it's it's cool it's very diverse yeah Yeah.
0: now i see why you got into this right
1: it's fun (laughs) it's very dynamic and it's a it's a fun
0: company hell yeah dude so what are you guys what what's what what are you guys working on you were telling me about something you guys are pouring here today absolutely so
1: um the, uh, our, our base product, so it's tea fermented with honey. So everything starts there and then we take our non-alcohol and we uh, add a little bit more food source to it, uh, a little bit more honey, and we can get it up to 5.6%, but we also have a reserve flavor that's 7.6%. So, you know, the kombucha brewing industry is very, very new. We've been lucky to bring on people from other industries, and they always bring their expertise, whether it's like our Hoppy Buzz flavor is definitely beer-inspired. Uh, we've got some other kind of fruit-inspired flavors from kind of a mead cider world, but then uh, what we have here at the festival today is called Backwoods Bliss, and it's a bourbon uh, barrel-aged out of a couple guys that we had from um, some Kentucky bourbon uh, distilleries over there came and joined us, (laughs) and so it's fantastic. We have some cool connections over there, and they brought over some barrels, and so we have this uh, really cool thing, 7.6% bourbon barrel-aged honey kombucha, so really kind of pushing what's what's possible out there. It's really cool to see.
0: Dude, I think anything alcohol-related that has Backwoods in it... I'm yes. in, man. Yeah. Right? There's certain things that, you know, like, yep. oh, this is the Backwoods dating app. Nah. <laughs> I don't want to touch that one. But, yep. but alcohol, though, man. like,
1: Absolutely. Dude. Well, and it speaks yeah. to that Phoenix to Flagstaff that you had mentioned, too, that it's yeah. cool. We're trying to represent and, and speak well. You know, a lot of our competitors and a lot of the kombucha world comes out of California, and we're not California. Yeah. So how do you represent what we can do with our mountains, with our pine trees, with our rivers and water, and being on the Verde River and the Verde Valley? And It's cool. It's a cool representation of what we are.
0: Yeah. Well excellent man. Well I was telling I have to tell this story. I told you that already. So bear with me as I uh, but my, my wife's huge supporter. Like she, she's she's my number one fan. She she really is. She doesn't give a shit about beer though. She's like, yeah, <laughs> ah, that's cool. I'm like, oh man, I was I was with the wilderness guys. We're out, you know, we were with True Pride, you know, all these like great brews. She's like, I don't care. But she's always like, if you do a podcast with Wild Tonic, I'd better be there. Like, that's her
1: thing, yeah. Oh, it, it's really cool. I mean, I think uh, most of us got into this probably because of wives and girlfriends. I'm here because yeah. of my wife. You know, my wife <laughs> yes. started working for Wild Tonic as well. So she uh, uh, got me introduced to it. I had never had kombucha coming from a craft beer background. And now yeah. here I am a year later, uh, part, of, part of the clan, I guess you could say. That's so,
0: awesome, yeah. man. Well, and your, and your comrade, uh, Andrew? Absolutely, great yeah. Friend. Mr. Villaverde there, yeah. He's, what a great guy, oh, man. Oh, and he
1: grew up, I mean, we're really true to true, true to what we're saying, you know, his, his last name is Villa Verde, you know, the Green Valley. So he yeah. grew up in Cottonwood and, and started working in the winery industry and was also one of those guys that developed skills outside of kombucha and brought it to kombucha. So yeah. it's really cool to have his like viticulture background and we've got some craft beer guys, distillery guys. So it's a really diverse group that's come together with uh, under Holly as our owner and under her leadership for the actual like kombucha, John Kombucha Brewing. So yeah, yeah it's a good, a good good clan of people from a lot of Hell different yeah. industries.
0: Well, dude, I think we need to cut this recording right now. We need to try that. Absolutely. That's straight to it let's do it Hi, <laughs> right, buddy good meeting Thank you man you friend of the podcast friend of the hosts oh hey alex yes sir what's up buddy
2: not much just uh hanging out pouring some fantastic treats Always
0: got to turn that knob no, down about a half a tick for you. <laughs> How much you got to turn it down for Matt? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. We don't even use a mic. Yeah, I just put it like I it's put like, a mic
2: at the other end of the room for him.
0: It's like uh, what is that the uh, like an uh, undercover cop? Like I just basically wear like I'm, I'm bugged.
2: Yeah, dude, Alex,
0: what do, what do we got here, man? Alex Phillips from Grand Canyon Brewing Company, always hooking us up with some fantastic shit. Yeah, what is what's what's up with you guys right now? What are you guys doing? Uh, doing a lot of stuff
2: we just got flagstaff open it's a pretty great time yeah, for yeah how's that going man uh it's been wonderful uh flagstaff's received us really well i mean it was you know everything we hoped it would be you know we wanted to be a part of that community and a part of that culture and we wanted to you know be a contributing factor and so we wanted to come to town open a tap room that brews beer and gives back to the community and they seem to understand that that's what we want to do and they've been very accepting of that and then you know, we just kind of rolled right out from that into you know this coyotes beer that we're pouring today that has kind of gotten ahead of me a little more than i thought like just it took off like it, uh, yeah. i can't keep it on the shelves man <laughs> nice. uh, yeah every time i mean we'll we'll expect to ship more cases this year not including the entire season just the end of 2019 than i did total in volume of the brand draft and cans last year and uh, it's just it's wait it's, wait wait wait. Let me clarify. So that one beer, more than everything else. No no combined? no no. Oh, okay so, okay so, okay. So sold all over the city last yeah. year in the arena draft mm. all, statewide. Mm-hmm. Um, we put out cans this year. The cans will move more case equivalents in these three months
0: than all of last year. Okay, gotcha. We got another guest here, Sandy. Uh, you can join us. Oh hey, you can man. join us. Does he does he need a canned cocktail? Uh, Sandy, would you like
2: a I canned would love cocktail? to share
3: mine. Would you like some? prickly oh. pear vodka soda sure yeah
0: <laughs> the is like, always yes <laughs> Sandy's like I gotta pound this real quick Sandy what did you just finish right there that was one of the beer
4: shop um,
3: uh, I would pitch that and then you get a real there we go
4: their uh newest sour raspberry uh, oh the neonic oh yeah yeah yeah, neonic oh, from yeah. The shop. gotta go say hi to them no. for that one doing shop beers mm-hmm. yeah that yeah, was good Yeah. Now, this is vodka soda. This is their
3: prickly pear vodka soda. Sorry I didn't mean to
0: interrupt you, Alex.
4: No, uh,
2: actually, that's a a perfect uh, segue. So, uh, yeah, the treats I brought over for you are our first RTDs. That stands for ready to drink. Uh, They're canned cocktails. Uh, Editor's note, not a seltzer. No, not a seltzer at all. There's two ingredients, vodka and carbonated water. So uh, we have two of them, one that's prickly pear and one that's orange blossom. 98 calories, zero sugar, zero carbs, so all the sweetness is perceived. The orange blossom is a little more intense, it tastes like an orange creamsicle. And then the prickly pear is a little more subtle, as prickly pear is. Uh, Wait, you nor- said- normally you have to add a lot of sugar to it, and since there's no
3: but sugar it's in there. It, it's oh, it's, oh, oh, it's yeah. there
2: for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so just- you said
0: the orange blossom is like a, a creamsicle? Yeah, for sure. I don't believe you.
2: Well, I think you're going to have to check it out.
3: That was the most beautiful sound that I've was. ever heard on that our mic sounded
4: like, That sounded like a <laughs> side effect. That, that, was, that was
5: beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful.
4: <laughs> You've done that once or twice before. I
3: have. I have, yes. These are very so. sensitive microphones. They will pick up any little any little. What What is the legal ramifications of it's me delicious. just pouring
0: beers for my guests? You
3: know
0: um, what?
2: There were. Without my lawyer prison, I don't want to comment. <laughs>
0: right. Well, sir, would you like to uh, introduce yourself, Mr. Uh, Sandy? Hi, I'm Sandy Wasserman, a
4: local blogger with PullingCorksAndForks.com here in Scottsdale. where I love promoting local breweries, restaurants, festivals, Coffee shops, pretty much anything you can eat or drink.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. You came to the right place.
3: There you go. Yeah, yes. Welcome, welcome.
0: <laughs> yes. So, Alex here is uh, the man behind uh, Grand Canyon Brewing Company right and Williams, Williams and Distillery and Distillery.
2: And yeah. Distillery. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. We've been doing it a couple of
4: years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They found a few, there are a few posts of them up on my blog. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Here, so, right on. Keep up the good cool. work. Well, thank you. I appreciate
2: the kind words. Route mm-hmm. sixty six, right? Yeah, we're uh, yeah right there we have a we have a five acre compound and then we just opened up um, a small uh, brew pub seven barrel facility uh, in Flagstaff right on and we're we're working on something that should be open in Phoenix by the end of next year.
4: Oh wow. shit! I did not know that. Wow,
2: scoop! I know you do that, Eric. Don't be a breaking news. <laughs> I knew
4: <laughs> you would do that. Whoa! What? No way! Yeah, no way! Because <laughs> next year is only about five weeks away. So uh, that is true. When is, yeah. it? When is next year? Uh, well, I mean, this week alone
2: has already been quite a year. So I would say quarter three of next year. Okay. I, I got Flagstaff opened on the day I called it, the day we announced it, and I don't have that in me one more time. Wow. Uh, so I'm giving myself a, a big pad nowadays. I, I've opened a lot of restaurants, and I've never called a Babe Ruth shot and hit it like that. And so now I'm just being a little more conservative with my estimates. Yes.
0: <laughs> you know, did you know that Babe Ruth did that like 390 times in his career? All right, well, I guess uh, we're going to be open. uh (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just completely made that up. (laughs) I made
3: that up. Someone's (laughs) going to comment and be like, actually, Mr. Eric, (laughs) it was.
0: Some nerd. Actually. Excuse me, Uh, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Love
3: it. Well, I'm so excited to hear more from Grand Canyon coming out. Yes. You guys are nailing it. I'm so proud of you guys.
2: Yeah, and I mean, obviously, sometime I'll have to have a, a, a proper discussion about it, maybe with some other brewers. But I mean. A lot of what's happened, and I mean, it's it's twofold. I've built a great team, I guess patting myself on the back, but it's the team. They do a great job. Um, And honestly, we just understood and acknowledged that we had a a massive quality issue um, and spent the money to just fucking fix it and get past it and, you know, apologize to our partners and just own it. And uh, it's not a conversation that's had enough or people want to have, but I mean, I I don't got time to hide it. Respect, (laughs) man. Respect. Respect. So, no, yeah, sure. I mean, it, it's great to be on the other side of understanding how intrinsically important quality is to the community and just, you know, driving with that. I mean, a, a lot of our current growth curve is just, do. I mean, the liquid was all right before. It's world-class now. We've got a centrifuge putting out some crispy, crispy boys, and, uh, you know, I dig it, man. Uh, I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm not more proud of my brewers, and, uh, you know, we have a pilot system coming online here pretty soon. Um in Flagstaff, that should be pretty collab heavy. But I mean, you know, between the cool ship projects and, you know, getting all the um, the processes under control inside our own brewery and buying the equipment to support our size. Because I mean, that was the problem, right? We're filtering 120 barrel tanks through a, 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 an open DE filter that's supposed to filter 10 barrels. And so, I mean, that's it's too much oxygen. And we were just, again, uh, we just addressed it. And uh, it's important to give people good beer. And uh, I'm glad that Arizona's headed in that direction, and I'm glad that we realized it before it was too late. And, you know, we're just hopefully coming back from it. And like I said, not enough people talk about it, and they should. So,
0: whatever. Mm -hmm. Alex, always good getting you on the mics. Love it. Always a pleasure. Sandy, what are you up to these days? Writing, eating, drinking? All of, all of the above. Oh, yeah.
6: You know, it. it's my
4: time of year with all the festivals and everything going yeah. on. And then we have, you know, five days from my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. So, yeah. you know, getting ready for that finally. Enjoying this beautiful weather that we have after another long, hot summer.
5: Right. Today doesn't suck.
4: I know. It's no, this is out. great. This exactly. is great. This is why we live here. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to... Head back east tomorrow or it's in the, you know the twenties and thirties. So yeah, uh, I'll take this any uh, day. Thank you. you
0: know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is your one last hurrah mm-hmm. before you. Exactly. Before you, yeah, yeah. My
4: sister said, "Don't bring home any shorts. You don't yeah. need them." But
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So. If you need to, you can cut your jeans off Me- into shorts, exactly, right? Which yeah. yeah. well, Eric does every them, summer. But. Every summer. My only rule is to cut them off above the pocket so the pockets <laughs> hang you below, go. you know? <laughs>
3: Keep it classy. Yeah. Keep it classy yeah. fashionable, not Eric. Not from <laughs> the
4: <That's right. McConaughey laughs>
0: yeah, All right, all right, all right.
4: But other, yeah. other than that, just, you know, doing <laughs> blog work and, you know, been a busy week. Checking out some new places and, you know, a lot going on in the restaurant, beer, wine, and spirits community. Checked yeah. out the new um, social house down by uh, Santander distilling oh, yeah. on Tuesday nice. night All right, was at the new uh, Phoenix Beer Company Tap House and yeah. Brewery down on Washington last week you know, Johnny was
3: telling me about that one he's really excited Lo- I'm excited too a lot they've going been- on lot yep, and, you know, a
4: lot of expansion and you know everybody's deep. growing up a little bit more taking the next step yeah. you know it's been a you know great to see You know, I've been doing this you know in, the, in town in the industry for about 27 years and wow. I remember when it was just four peaks in Santan and you know Arizona wine was just a gimmick. Yeah. Out-of-town visitors going home needed a bottle of wine. So it's great to see events like this and the popularity and, you know, the respect that, you know, the whole, you know, beverage community has been getting, you know, over the last 15, 20 years working together and, you know, partnering and collaborating and doing some other, you know, great work, you know, and getting the respect they deserve.
0: Nice. absolutely Very much so right yeah. well I mean it, it, I think it's creators like like yourself that are that you know because um, I've read I've read some of your things and and you you take a really cool approach to it of of that positivity right you're not you're not some guy that's gonna come in and c- cut shit down you're, yeah. you're I'm like, not a critic yeah. I don't
4: consider myself a critic or a reviewer you know I just like to enjoy things that I enjoy and things that I talk about you know I want to you know promote them you know yeah. there's a lot of you know no, that's big it. business out there, and we want to, you know, make sure the little guy is represented. You know, that can't afford a thirty-second commercial during the Super Bowl or something. You know, yeah. And word of mouth is the best way to get it out there.
3: It is. This Excellent. community is great. Like Alex has definitely coined, "beer people are the best people." They really are.
2: I mean, I'll just take credit for it. I mean I will. I'm sure everyone in the world is going to point out how it wasn't me, but um, <laughs> but no, uh, like but he was true. saying, that's that's the best attitude to have, man. Uh, lift up the things you love. I mean there's too much time there's not enough time to you know punch down I mean if you lift up what you like people will figure out what you don't right and right. so I mean it, it, it I mean honestly it's a, it's it's a wonderful approach to have and it's people like you that you know uh, allow people like us to kind of find a broader audience in, in a way right because I mean The way we do things is very specific and, like, people that come into our place. But, I mean, if you're reviewing a large swath of things and talking about the things you like and we end up in that spectrum, I mean, I'm going to get access to people I haven't before. And people that stay positive and and, and support the industry, like yourself, are invaluable, man. So I appreciate the work and uh, keep it up, man.
4: Definitely. Thank you. I appreciate the feedback. It's always good to, you know, hear that from people. You know, you don't hear it enough, but... You know, it's always good to hear that, and keeps me ready to do it again tomorrow. So, Heck you yeah, know. love
5: it. Where do people
4: find you, Sandy? Uh, Pulling Corks and Forks is the actual blog. Uh, you can find me at on Instagram at Sandy Was, W A S S. You got it, okay. and uh, Twitter at Sandy Wasserman, and you know, on Facebook at the love same. It. So yeah, I'm Excellent. out there, and you mm-hmm. know, I'll be posting later about the event and.
0: Spreading the love. Love it. Heck yeah. So good. Well, you need to drink more to, to get need, a full drink. I need some range. of I that uh, orange blossom. blossom. Have you the orange? Oh, yeah, you got to try the orange. I, I need the orange, orange crimson. You know? <laughs> <it>. Allow me. <laughs> Thank <yeah>. you. <laughs> yeah. My pleasure.
4: Cheers. Mm, I love the smell.
3: It <laughs> smells exactly
4: is it like that. Oh my God. Oh,
3: it's, oh bless there you.
0: There you go. Why'd you turn your head? Excuse that should have went right into the microphone because it still caught it. It like, still caught it. yeah. Well, you got to get the sip
3: in there. Ready? Remember this one? It's the.
0: There it is. Oh, I have a question.
4: Doing
3: that with the vodka <laughs> yeah. sodas is a little rough. <laughs> How long
4: have you been doing the vodka sodas? Uh, so, like, two months. Okay. <laughs>
2: two
3: months.
2: And, and why? Uh, actually, there's uh, an incredible story uh, here. Why uh,
3: not? Uh, so
2: so when, uh, well, that's the first one. True, so, yeah. So obvious. opening up a distillery and then also a winery, a soda shop, and bottled water or, was always part of the plan. So wow. we've only got two of those down right now. So we got the brewery. And then on uh, January 2nd, 2018, we opened the distillery. And so um, me and my partner, John, travel all the time for JBF and CBC, right? And um, when we're doing that, uh, we get beard out hard. And so for us, uh, what we always did is we'd grab Cutwater off the shelves, right? It was Ballast Point born, and even after the buyout, it stayed independent until ABI picked it up like last month or whatever. Um, But that was the brand we've always appreciated and tracked and, you know, grabbed vodka sodas or mules or cuba libres or whatever it is while we're you know out and about and once we had the distillery online that was like obviously something that's been a part of who we are and as we travel and um these aren't the first ones we wanted to do we just don't have a pasteurizer yet and uh so you can't have sugar without a pasteurizer so two ingredients vodka and carbonated uh soda water uh those are the way we when, when people ask us how to present those vodkas that's what we say we hey try it with soda water it's awesome so, um, it was honestly born out of a love of uh, Cutwater's original, like, you know, brand and what they represented, and, um, you know, that's, uh, w- once we buy a pasteurizer at CBC this year, we're going to make a whole lot more of this. <laughs> nice. That's good, and the reason Ooh, I asked be is because
4: I have a hard time finding all these adult sodas and seltzers that are any good, even the root beers that started it all a few years ago. I was like... I. I, just want, to be, I, I just want to be clear.
2: Yeah. I just want to be clear that uh, seltzers are a flavored malt beverage, <laughs> right? <laughs> and my RTD That's is probably. vodka and water. All so right. it, is, it is actual liquor. <laughs> uh, and, liquor. And, and I only point that out because at the same rate, I'm taxed per four pack. <laughs> White Claw is taxed without his per lawyer pack. represented. Okay. So I mean, there is a difference in what you're doing. There is a difference in quality, and you know when you. When you brew, you know, Belgian candy sugar with malt and, and make seltzer, it's it's kind of a bastardization of yeah. what we do and it doesn't create stuff that you should be putting in your body and I mean ethanol's ethanol's, you know, the, the, the thing we all agree to like put in our body, right? But no one drinking white claws enjoying a hangover, you know what I mean? Exactly. It, it's just it's horrible and uh and these and put, our, I, down that's well. when you
3: live and die by yeah. the claw.
2: Listen, if you want yeah. to make a seltzer, uh, just open up a distillery like a fucking adult.
4: <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: You know what I mean?
4: Don't do it half ass.
3: No, if you do it half ass, then you come out with, you know, do it the whole hangover. Assed. You got to do whole, a whole ass. Everybody whole, likes a whole ass a rather whole than, ass. than a half ass. No, that's a great clarification though, Alex, and I don't think a lot of people really really realize that that there is a very stark difference. And you can taste it. You can definitely taste it. I mean, a vodka soda is and literally it's, in this can. It
2: is 7%, so I mean, it is
3: not something that you want to mess with. And I'm glad I'm only having three samples, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it?
3: For now. That's it for now. For now. Well, for now it's only, guys, more. it's barely, yeah. uh, I got 20 minutes to try another one. So <laughs> let's be real here. Paul's driving me home, so I'm cool. Alex, perfect. thanks yes. so much for hooking us up with no, us. Yeah, course, man, thank, thank, you thank you so much. I'm going to leave
2: this trash here for you because I. Whoa. You're, you're piled up. Oh, it is trash because it's empty. Yes. Actually, no, I see a trash can. I'm going to be responsible. <laughs> I'm going I'm to take your trash. Appreciate it, ma'am. Appreciate it all right sandy thank you sandy thanks for joining us you. man
4: my pleasure thank yeah. you for
3: having so me much. Alex, absolutely always
0: good seeing you buddy
3: love you alex i'll see you soon baby keep
0: up the good
4: work thank, thank you alex.
3: gentlemen so much you for you being on the podcast uh, today okay
7: okay. Yeah. okay can i tell you guys a secret you tell have a secret. to tell us okay. a secret, now. So so secret the f- please i told you a secret last time which was it was my first time on the podcast true, at true. jamboree mm-hmm. uh, my secret today is that i just realized that it's tap that as <laughs> Because I always was like, oh, it's tap that AZ. And then wait, I was like, what? wait, like, Stop. tap that ass. Like, tap that ass. And I was like, oh! Tony had to tell me about it the Flight other day. My moment mind was thinning. blown. My mind was totally blown. And the I was like, innocence so clever. of
0: Cassidy. That is a great segue into... <laughs> ma'am, please introduce yourself.
7: Hello. <laughs> hi there. Hey, hi, hello. Uh, I'm Cassidy Johnson. I work for... Cricket Tooth Brewing, previously Borderlands, and I just made a little switcheroo. Little switcherooski.
0: Little switcherooski. Just realized the pervertedness of the podcast name. You're all innocent. Like, tap that Arizona. That's brilliant. Tap that Arizona. Like, you're
7: tapping all the taps. And, like, I was just like, the devil and Tanja. I was like, damn. Eric, you're a clever man. You're a clever man. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd like this claim responsibility for that whole thing, but it was a collaboration of friends <laughs> totally. and family. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's
7: like it's always like a group effort, right?
0: No, I fucking did it. Yeah, <laughs> <that's-> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was all me. Tell her about the to join in, as Eric. Well. Tell her about what the food uh, concept oh, yeah, is. Yeah.
0: So we're, we're so we're launching a food brand, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, so, so yeah, better. we're be, I'm so excited. Yeah, really That's excited. So we we've made so many good connections through I the beer industry. I love food and I
7: love you guys. I know. So like.
0: Boom, boom, best, boom.
7: Best of both worlds. And
0: I, I don't, I, you may be surprised, but I love food. You what? can't tell from my no, stick figure no. physique.
5: <laughs> Mark
0: figure. is just laughing.
7: <laughs> I feel like if you work in the craft beer industry, like, you're also a foodie.
0: Because like, yes, you just yes. I like
7: do flavors, Right.
3: I want to I mean? do a shirt for Tap That that says Body by Beer. Mm.
0: Body by Beer. I like it. I like it. I want
3: it. I We're want it on my body. body. We're going to do it. I'm in.
0: So, we're going to do a food podcast, Mark. I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself here in a second. But we're going to jump in the food, which is your wheelhouse. Um, We're going through different names, right? We're thinking, should we keep it related to to Tap That AZ? What about Eat That AZ, right? You know? (laughs) <laughs>
5: right. eat yesterday, that ass. Yesterday, oh
0: yesterday you wouldn't have got that, but now you get it, Castle. Well, right? I yeah. understand now. Yeah. I understand. It's going to be called a taste of AZ, so that is a little uh, bit different. Slightly. But <laughs> a little different, yeah. But now, as I said, I'm like, All right, that's still a little bit, you know. So I might just, I might
7: call it. Uh, it's like the slang term. I'm still going to call it. Eat that ass. Eat that ass. Marcus,
0: <laughs> hey, Marcus, come over here. You need to uh, tell us what, what this is. Wort. Word. Word? Just one word, work.
3: so uh, hey, sir, may I have some more?
0: They are... Uh, well, yes, sir, would it? you My like to introduce cup? yourself real quick, please? Mark
8: Ryan, Riva Farms.
0: Mark was one of our honored guests today. One of his honored guests, is that the right? He's always an honored We are honored guest. for you to be our guest uh.
8: today. Mark. Thank you so much for the invitation. Absolutely, man, absolutely.
0: Like we were. We, so we we're setting up the, the Beer 101 over here. So Marcus Pena and Ryan Colvin from the arizona homebrew so society they're gonna do a beer 101 so i'm like man we need somebody on the podcast knows their shit knows their ingredients so mark thanks for joining us man
8: thank you yeah absolutely looks like it's gonna be a wild event today it is it is it's just getting started i know
0: so we have the just the wort do you want to try the wort before sure. uh, before things get rolling
3: yeah Cass so, and I are trying.
0: You guys are sharing the work? We
3: were uh, saying, where's the whiskey for the hot toddies? That's what we were yes. saying. Where's my hot wow. toddy? It's a I, collaboration. That's very Does that drinkable. mean that, like, yes. I went over to Grand Canyon? I went over to Santan. Apparently, Santan has some whiskey or oh bourbon. I'm like, yo, uh, homies.
0: Yeah, we need to.
3: Maybe we need okay. to go over to Oso. They're closer because we're lazy. <laughs> that's true.
0: That is we're going to need a wheelchair. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the first time I think we'll I ever met you, Mark. It's good. Uh, I don't know if it's the first time I met you.
3: Sweet. It's going to come out boozy. It's going to be boozy. So the first time I, I met you at getting the getting shop,
0: when we did what the, kind of the yes. thing, yeah, yeah, we had hot potties that, that day. Yeah, yeah we, actually, we did. I think it you was, passed, you passed, you had some deliveries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I could, I could see on your face. It was a celebration,
8: a tradition yeah. that they were doing. They always had a scotch or a whiskey, I can't remember exactly, but you're right. You guys, I haven't seen the shop boys yet today, I've ah, been over to the booth. They've got some good stuff going. Did they bring the new one? The, the Executive crispy? Decision oh, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. I, uh, yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but something yeah. business. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. Something businessy, yeah. Uh, they're, man, gonna, they're, gonna make...
8: they're, they're trying to compete against their... My favorite theirs is that church music. I, ah, that's
0: a hard one to get by. Right? I know. It's
8: their Steady Eddie. It's, it is. It's, it's, it's their... It's my favorite in the valley for sure.
0: It's a good in the valley yeah wow. and I yeah, can't get,
8: and I can't get over there enough to get enough of it that's right. And <laughs> if you... I, if I get a you know a tapper at home with a keg I'm gonna be 400 pounds and not do any work.
0: <laughs> right. And you got a lot of work to do Mark well, well, So what's going on with the, what's going on with the farm these days?
8: Uh, well it's been muddy the last couple of days since oh, we've yeah. had a big rain we got about an inch um, which is quite a bit for us here. Uh, we're in the transition from summer to uh, fall right now tons and tons of leafy greens. We put in 22,000 new starts for the fall plant. Wow. So we're expecting a pretty big fall. Um, Cut up the property quite a bit. I ventured also into some new products. Um, I'm the only hemp grower now in Pinell County. Wow! Um, So I went through that licensing process. We'll see how we can do with that. It's been a very, it's a tough road. Um, It's not an easy plant to grow, but when you look at the money side of it, you know, I'm thinking all of our small farmers are going to need that. We need this extra boost, so yeah, gonna um, like, oh, I'm going to give it a try, and then I'll history. tell everybody else how it worked. Yeah, uh, how it goes. Um, You're the guinea pig. Yeah, I yeah. was with the aquaponics thing too. I was the first aquaponics uh, guy in Phoenix. That was 10 years ago, the first commercial setup. So, okay. um, you know, for me, it's when you look at the water situation and what's going on in Pinell County, especially. Um, most of the farmers out there are kind of giving up. They're not uh, pushing a lot of crop on their property. They're doing the alfalfa or the cotton. Um, I want to be the little guy, and I've only put an acre out. So they're all waiting for the developers to come in and buy their property. And if you know, we're running out of land. We need we need land for food. So. Nice. If we can show some of these the old crusty redneck type farmers that they there there is profitability in that property, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but um, at least more than what cotton or alfalfa will get them. uh, That's what I want to show, and just uh, it 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 might not be scalable. It could be scalable. We'll have to see, but I just want to make sure that somebody gives it a try. Yeah, Um, you know. And I was really shocked when. I was the only one in Pinell County at this time, so um, there's only 200 licenses in the entire state right now. The the setup is uh, basically there's a 60% failure ratio for the hemp growers, which is a real wow, a really poor number. Um, granted, the the licensing is is extremely stupid, uh, very difficult to get. Uh, they go way back in your history. I mean, you've got fingerprinting and You know, this is, and the restrictions on what you can grow with no THC, uh, and then you, you know, for my goals are trying to build sales channels. Um, You know, I'm a food guy, and I like to grow weird food, so we've already taken, we started with seed, we've taken all the male plants, we're juicing it. uh, The hemp profile on a nutritional basis is very complex, it's very good. Um, It actually juices easy. We get great yields out of it. Um, So I'm really excited for that part of it. But the female flower piece might still be a challenge for us. Um, It all depends on the labs. Um, I'm excited for it because I've always uh, been motivated to grow nutrient-dense food. uh, But nobody would pay me for a nutrient-dense eggplant or a nutrient-dense Swiss chard. Yeah they just Swiss charge Swiss chard. Yeah. Uh, with this product, since we are going with labs, um, you know tissue testing will tell the tests and we'll get paid for it. So the higher in the CBD values that we get um, staying under the THC value, uh, of course, uh, will give you more money for the product. So I'm really excited to see how I do on that side. but setting up startup has been slow in the winter. I didn't expect a bunch. Um, usually, this crop will be an early spring crop for us here, um, but I did see quite a few people that were trying. Like in July, some of the big guys tried a 50-acre run, and it was silly to start at 118-degree weather with a little seed and, uh, and irrigation. And
0: that's a huge piece of property to jump it on, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. to
8: me, it, it's 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 not the way to work and it. Especially, it is a very dynamic plant, and it's uh and it's not going to be easy. But I still still think the profitability and now a CBG coming up, which is another new healing agent. Ah, The pharmaceutical guys are going to get involved. USDA is already trying to wrap it up, trying to see what they can do to make it even more difficult. But, you know, I've always, I can appreciate it. It will clean out the junk dealer type people and the purists will get in there. I think the old school people that are still growing the small plots and and want to put out a quality it's very medicinal so yeah um that's what we're hoping to get out of it it's not going to be my main crop i'm still into into vegetables i just wanted to add it as another piece of the pie sure uh, to stay as diverse as possible so you know in case it doesn't work out i still got microgreens and mushrooms and all the vegetables and so we'll still keep hitting as hard as we can I pulled back, I lost some staffing uh, in the summer, so I pulled back on a lot of my restaurant runs, I kind of, you know, we were at 35 restaurants, and there were three routes we were driving, I pulled back now, we've got my Steady Eddie's, there's about 15, and I've had two routes, so just trying to save some money in transportation, and farmers are horrible, you know, we're horrible at distribution, it's just not our, that's not our wheelhouse at all, so. Sure, yeah. Um, but yet then again, you know, you're not going to get chefs and restaurateurs to drive to your farm, especially when you're out in, you know, Egypt, like I am, <laughs> right, right. you know, we're not, we're not local as they would like it to be. Sure. So,
0: yeah. Well, and, and so in, in, it seems like over the last few years, you know, since, you know, we, I think we met maybe like two years ago, you got to be diverse. You got to be agile into how you're, you're doing things. And that seems like what you're doing. Right? Yeah. You got to yeah. yeah.
8: And that's. The, that's the love of staying small. Yeah. Um, I'm not, you know, stuck in some mode where I have to do this certain monocrop one way every year. Same crop, same thing. Yeah. Um, I, You know, you got to stay diverse. So For sure. Um, you know, I do have my microgreens, which is, you know, that's you know, my Safeway Albertsons account. Uh, those guys have been, you know, my cash cow or my Steady Eddie. So, yeah. Uh, just keeping them happy makes me grow year-round, where a lot of the farmers like to take summers off, um, especially the small guys, because it's just too hard and it's too expensive. <clears throat> Refrigeration, and again, transportation, it's just hell. And yeah. a lot of people don't really know this, but Phoenix is very touristy. Um, if you're a restaurant owner, you know it. Yeah. And the season starts um, now, it really starts with college, about the middle of August, You see the restaurants start picking back up again. And then it kind of follows on the backside of it. It will quiet down over Christmas, New Year's. But then on the backside when Cactus League ends, that last weekend of baseball, it's almost like somebody pulled a curtain. Ah, And the restaurant's just empty. And everything slows way down. And all the snowbirds leave. And and, uh, a lot of people don't realize that for vegetable growers that how much things slow down even the grocery stores see it there's still five million people in the valley eating food yeah but they aren't going out as much once that weather heats up so yeah um it's it's fun it's 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 cyclical and once you get used to it right now we just we run like hell i mean we go hard because we've got it we got to earn cash to make up for the summer
0: yeah, why well, I I don't think anyone's ever said, hey, get into farming. It's it's yeah. it's easy and lots of money, right? <laughs> right. It's it's a
8: work of it's an art of passion. Yeah, I was and gonna say you gotta love what you're doing. Every yeah. farmer you've met, you know, we all were a lot of us aren't really liked a lot because we're pretty antisocial, but yet then again, we do have our passion and our love, and you know, and that's serving people. Yeah, uh, taking yeah. care of that need. There's a, I think it's a half of one percent. Of the of the farmers is what's feeding the entire nation. So, wow. and yeah. some of it is the world. Yeah. And here in Arizona, we're huge, huge because we have we're so blessed to have uh, we can grow over the winter. Yeah. Go to Minnesota and grow over the winter.
0: Yeah.
8: I mean, go. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Go to Minnesota and survive. Like yeah. that's that's an I, accomplishment, even, right? I mean, or yeah. Oregon,
8: the Northwest. I mean, yeah. they're all shut down. Yeah. Colorado yeah. shut down. Everybody has to hunker down and they just hang in their barns and fix their stuff and yeah so this is their slow season and now they're just trying to figure out how to you know pay their bills and because then they got to go crazy over the summer yeah but we like i said i think we're blessed we had that nine month period just a rock and roll
0: yeah well, I know, and I know, too, uh, you kind of dabbled in uh, in hops for a little bit, I too, did. right? Yeah. I did.
8: Yeah. And we got, um, I was really, I did a little experimental field, and that was um, actually Pat from Arizona Wilderness got me hooked on the idea. Um, we did our little, it's a little 50 by 50 field, and we put in uh, three different kinds of hops. We did the, uh, the Neo-Mexicana, which is a local hop, and we also did Fuggle and Cascades. Um, okay. My challenge there was I couldn't buy the plants um, at the same time when, when here in Arizona, we need to put them in the ground. Okay. Yeah, we need to put them in the ground in February, and they, no other hop grower, they're still under snow, they're not selling any hops in February. So, uh, that first year, we had to run, I didn't get my plants until June, and it was already 108 degrees, and here we're putting these real delicate plants in the ground, so... Uh, that first summer, I thought we might we lost. I bought 250 plants. We lost about 50, okay. Um, and we lost some this last year too uh, to gophers, my good buddies. Uh, but uh, we had Minnesota that,
0: gophers. The Minnesota gophers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
8: It's like oh man. But you know, we had the surprise of February, March of this year where the the plants just screamed up. We got a a real nice crop out of there. That's we nice. did. Uh, About 70 pounds out of that first flush. Um, And then, of course, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just kind of going with the flow. And I left (laughs) everything hanging, and we got our second flush this fall, but we only got about 15 pounds out. Okay. So I think now hindsight is telling me I probably should have chopped them after they flowered the first time. Okay. And I might have had a much better fall harvest because that's really when they're supposed to go is in fall. Okay. So our challenge now is what we want to do is, after a couple of years, we're thinking that the the three different kinds of hops are dynamically different in growth and in the in the cone itself. The Cascade Cone is a really nice big cone, where the Neo-Mexicana is actually a three-headed cone. Um, oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, and it's kind of got that Medusa name to it, so... Um, now we're in. We're breaking up our roots, and we're going to try and restart our own, and we'll repot and see how we can do with that. Yeah. And we're thinking, you know, then I'll be able to sell hops to the local guys. I've had a few people come by that were very, very interested and wanted to grow. Hi guys. Hi there. There are some guys out in uh, Maricopa, 24-hour hops. Oh yeah. That yeah. were growing in the uh, in the greenhouse, the greenhouse out there. They yeah. came by. But I think they shut down last summer, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, they said that they're they're basically trying to find somebody to be able to run the run it run the farm. Yeah, and it's
8: it's just too hot in the greenhouse. Yeah, we put ours under a double shade cloth this summer, just to try. But now I know I'm going to chop them down just to protect them, and we'll let them go again. So, is Um,
0: there? I was going to say, is there any relation to? uh, Are you learning? how to grow hemp a little bit better because of the hops and vice versa, because they're... they're...
8: They are cannabinoids, yeah. Yeah. They are of the same nature. I don't really see the similarity um, in lights with veg and flower like the hemp is. So, you know, the hemp is is, is so daylight or so light-prone. You have a veg period with so much light. And now that our days are getting shorter, we had to start all of everything under lights and keep it under lights outside, so... And then as soon as we put it out into the dark, they don't grow veg anymore. So everything is about 30, 40 inches tall and it's going right into flower so gotcha. um, now my big scare is is male plants because i had to start from seed uh, we've probably got 100 or 150 females that were mother plants and we'll start grafting off those plants so i can do get an all female uh, for the next grow the male
0: plants are the one that contain thc yeah okay. you, yeah. you don't
8: know they're the ones that take everything to seed uh, and gotcha. i don't want to do that okay. so it's like Call it t- going hermy. So um, we want to we kill all the males. Going so hermy? Yeah, we're going hermy. Hey baby. <laughs> but uh, again, I I don't like to throw anything away, so that's why we started juicing it. Oh, uh, even yeah. at my farmers market I was at today, um, we have hemp leaves for anybody. Not hemp seed, but hemp yeah. leaves. Wow. Um, so you can learn how to cook with it. I've uh, taken it out to the chefs and all, all the chefs that are on our circuit they're all kind of oh shit what do i do with this yeah so i've kind of put that challenge out there for them um come on guys you got to come up with something here
5: (laughs) yeah it's a really
8: good food and it's extremely healthy so um just everybody's got to make that transition from you know the drug to the food and it rocks and rolls
0: Mark, you're doing great stuff, man. I, I love. I, I always love it because you're always innovating. You're always trying to, to try because you, you don't come from a long, huge line of like farmers, right? Like, no, you, you, you This is something that you've created over the last, what, like five years? Ten years. Ten years, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. used to be a
8: broadband contractor. Yeah, yeah. Worked for the phone company for 14 years.
0: <laughs> right. So I think it's cool that you're bringing that innovation and that outside. You know, I think it's sometimes better to be disconnected from something. Because you know, it's like I don't know if I go to be a computer programmer, and I'm like I have no experience. Because some companies might be like, "Great, yeah, we don't want you to be trained by anybody else." Uh, Right. Six five four three two one. For my kids, so they can unlock the iPad. I mean, that's not actually my code. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, Mark, thanks for joining, man. You bet. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming over here. Um, thanks for the invite, brother. Enjoy yourself, man. Enjoy yeah, we're yourself. We're going to hang
8: out. Yeah. Go down and see the shop, boys. Yeah. Swing we'll, over by
0: uh, the, the. So the dudes over here are, are, are brewing. They're doing like a beer 101. Um, making some beer as we speak oh, so yeah? yeah they got some different hot pellets they got some different grains up there snoggle malt snoring white wheat so uh yeah man check it out enjoy yourself like i said thanks for joining man
8: yeah and oh don't forget april 18th our spring fling party nice you guys got to be there absolutely all right we, we will be we were there last year you were there last we were there year this year
0: i will be i'm gonna make sure liz lucked out and got to be there last year yeah she drank not, all the beer. I know. She did. She, all, she always <laughs> the drinks all the beer. Just, it was crazy, yeah. man. Uh, Mark, uh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you it. Thank you, brother.
8: Superstition Meadery.
0: You were at Superstition Meadery? With you. Oh, yeah. Josh, yeah. Josh was my photographer, uh, sometime wow. co-host. I think you were the guy talking in the background. Drinking the leftovers. <laughs> yeah, he was, yes, he was. That was really cool. I forgot that he came up with me. Yeah. So... My great friends here joining me on the podcast for the first time, officially. Could you guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm Joe. And I'm Josh.
9: <laughs> was- and, and we're I'm the Joe. Chumleys. We're the, we are the Chumleys. <laughs> we're the neighbors.
0: You are two-sixths of the Chumleys. <laughs> and you can't break that down to like, what would that be, one-third? You are actually yes. one third of the Chumleys, yes. but technically two sixth. Yes. You guys have four kids. That's what I'm I don't do math. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. Not at beer. We just festivals. go along with it. You guys have seen the beginning of this, right? Because yeah. I don't yeah. even was I even doing the podcast when we no. First so met? you were still mm-hmm. talking
8: about mixtape.
0: Ah, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And here you are sporting yeah, the look tap that AZ shirt at a festival, showing it
1: off. People Sh- are talking.
9: It's
0: People so exciting. Ta- yeah. We were just talking People about your.
3: Talking about
0: people, oh, I, I don't know. The
3: rest. No, we were just talking <laughs> about.
0: Like, she was like, "Shut up, cut, Yeah, cut, cut that."
3: Um, the uh, beer book, we're very excited, yeah. and we were, were going pre-order. to pre-order. Yes, what? our own copy.
0: You were going to.
3: Well, but there were some technical difficulties with the iPad. I
0: told him that my code was 654321. I, <laughs> I know. We, we will pre order it. He <laughs> needs
3: the first digits of your social, is oh, what it is. Oh, okay.
0: Well, <laughs> that just, just sounded real shady. I got real shady for sure. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, guys, always thank you guys for your support. Yeah. You guys have always, always been here man. to support us. Um, and I, I like to tell the story, Josh. The first time that we met, I was out, I think, raking leaves in my rock front yard. Blowing I don't know why I was raking leaves. leaves. <laughs>
8: There are leaves.
0: And right, I was blowing leaves around. You were sweeping Raking something. fake we, grass. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, neighbor? Good. It's like uh, both of us were like, ah, I don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> but we had no other choice. We were the only people on the street. Like Nobody was outside of their house. We both. I worked for a company. I'm going to say it. University of Phoenix. I, I, it's, it's, my it's your I podcast. Say, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, I work for University of Phoenix. And you stopped sweeping. And you looked at me you're like... I used to work there. <laughs> <laughs> 45 minutes later, our wives came out, like, what are you guys doing? And we're just like laying on the laundry. They drinking probably beer. had already spoken, <laughs> <it>, hadn't they? <laughs>
10: yeah, I think they probably have. Yeah, we we're... probably did lay out on the turf. We were <laughs> like, oh, yeah. look at the clouds.
8: Talk yeah. about university of Phoenix.
0: Exactly, yeah. But here we are look at today. You.
8: All growns up. And you're all growns up. I am. I that's am. From swingers, I'm like, if you don't remember.
0: I don't. I, okay. do, I do. I do remember Swingers, but I don't. Uh, yeah, you're
8: all growns up.
0: All growns up. That's how I feel. Now I'm kid number <laughs> five for you guys. Good. Yes. Even though, Josh, we are, I am actually a month you, older you're than you. are older. You're, a month. You, you're more mature.
11: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <that's> true. <laughs>
0: that is true. So you guys came to this festival. VIP. Yeah, this is VIP is pretty yes. sweet. yeah it was.
7: Yeah.
5: It was.
0: Once you do VIP, it's like hard to like be mm. with the peasants, you know? We have to wait <laughs> the line. know, there's too many people. We were racing to get it done before you were the rest of the talking, to the, the rest North of North. the people. There peoples. you go. There you go. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at them all come like a bunch of zombies. With we their saw we saw the
3: line <laughs> forming yeah. and we were like, oh, hurry, hurry down it. We got to go get another one. Yeah.
0: yeah uh, well, what's cool is there's not really a long line. No, for it's,
3: these places. it's good. Yeah, it's no. Good. A yeah.
0: Great festival. How, who have you guys had so far that, that that's really impressed you guys? Oh, the shop. The shop. That was our
9: first stop. The Love.
8: shop is it's always good. one of our favorites. Yeah. Rent house. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Great, great beer. Uh, I need to go check out Helio. Yep. The, Still working that on that. Stout.
9: Uh, superstition. Yeah, good. Ooh,
0: yeah, yeah. Those good. Cider those sneaker, Core. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, great guys. Wild Tonic? You guys had Joe's? Not
9: yet. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Are you no, waiting? Are we you waiting? hmm That'll yeah. be my last stop before You make, we
0: go. You make your own kombucha. I do. You my humble... You have your own Scooby and the... <laughs> Scooby. Mm-hmm. Mothers and children and... It is and-
5: Scooby. <laughs> and- <laughs>
9: Aliens and... It is in the pantry, yes, oh, yeah. as we speak.
0: I got to actually touch the scoby last time because I read stories. <laughs> so I didn't know it existed. I don't think we're supposed to talk about that. It's like Fight Club. <laughs> you guys are open. You guys are open to open open relationship, right? Yeah. So, um, Touching my Scobies. <laughs> I didn't know that's what it was. People oh, yeah, it's like a floppy Frisbee that sits on yeah. top of the kombucha. And I was like, that good is. Good bacteria. Yeah, yes. So Wild Tonic is kicking ass over there. Yeah. It's they, they have like a barrel-aged. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you guys I have gotta, to check it out. Gotta, yeah, try we will that. have to check it out. Also, so it's kind of low-key, mm-hmm. but I want it to be high-key. Um, haiku? But <laughs> Crooked Tooth actually has a sour over there.
3: That, I tried it.
0: With the cider? It is
3: delicious. That was
0: my idea. Nobody. Shut up! That was my brainchild. Yes. You're kidding! Yes, so... About a year and a half ago, I was like, "Man, I probably had some whiskeys, right?" Just <laughs> like Jackie went to bed at like seven thirty, so I'm just, you know, hanging out outside. I'm like, "Dude, what if we got two of the craziest breweries in Arizona, Dark Dark Sky and Crooked Tooth, and we did a collaboration with Cider Core?" And I reached out to all of them. They're like, "Let's do it." So that stuff's been sitting in no the way. barrel for like a year. No way. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to have to go get some now. Yeah. Yeah. People's Choice. Fulver it's good. for People's Choice. Yeah. yeah. People's yeah. Choice. There's a lot people's of choice. people's choice. People's. <laughs> I feel like we're on MTV, right? Now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. I miss MTV. Well, guys, thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. I need a drink. I think I'm going to come with yeah. you guys wherever you go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's good. go get a drink. Good. All right. Guys, thanks so much. Thanks.
3: So I'm sacrificing my bladder right now to introduce to you one of my no, favorite people in the favorite. beer industry. Yes, you so are my favorite. Go ahead and introduce
7: introduce yourself, my love. Hello, uh, I'm Cassidy Johnson. I work for Crooked Tooth Brewing Company.
3: Solid. Yeah, love that's it. great. What have you been drinking today, babe?
7: Um, a lot of the Uncle Bear's Brewery. Really? And Hope is brewing beer... Coffee. Have you talked to those no, guys? No,
3: I really, I've, I've talked to them once, but I love their message.
7: Super, super awesome. Yeah, they're super, super oh, sweet. Yeah. So they did a collab, and it's a tiramisu stout, <gasps> and it is uh, delicious. I've had quite a few of those uh, today. Uh, yeah, Delish. Love Delish. it. I love it. Can't complain.
3: Can't complain. No. No, I've went. Um, let's see. Who going I drinking? have less? I went over to Cider Core, and I had their blueberry lemongrass. Mm. Delicious. I haven't had that one yet. Um, we are going to be actually recording at there uh at the brewery on Tuesday Eric's yes. mom and my mom are going to be there <gasps>
7: what it's so that's
9: cute.
3: so cute're so the thankful story for behind our, that are thankful we're just thankful for our moms yeah thankful for um you know cider and right. all things great and Absolutely. lovely and wonderful um we're dropping everything and I'm just—I mean, that's just it. Our moms are going to be both in town for the holiday, so we're just going to get them all the night. So that's we're going to so drink cider yeah. and have a good time. Yeah, it'll be fun. Thanks, moms. I know, I'm right? Fired. Thanks, Ma. Yeah. Thanks, I love Ma. it. My mom—my mom likes beer. She right. really does like beer. I'm going to get her a, uh, a crowler stuff? from the that's shop. Sweet. She loves the coffee yeah. nut brown. Mm. Oh, she loves how it. How could you not? How loves could you not? Delicious. She had it at—we um, were somewhere—and she had it. And she's not very much into drinking beer. It Could have been Irene's, and yeah. she had it. And she's just like, oh my goodness. And she just loves that. Kind of stuff yeah. like oh, she would be like the honey remember um what was it it was honey brown yeah <laughs> she loves it oh so goodness. we're gonna so we're gonna treat our moms there yeah so we're gonna be amazing. uh yeah so we're gonna check them out on tuesday but they have their blueberry lemongrass and it was delicious yeah. josh is here yeah. uh, levi is here i didn't recognize him with his long hair i know he walks right past me like who the who <laughs> you're
7: like cider core what got it so we i don't know did you oh yeah you did you
3: tried our we did a collab with them uh-huh. so it's the beer I cider thought, too. what I've had two, and I want yeah. one, and I got one uh, for Eric too, so he's sipping on that. Okay, good. <gasps> good, perfect. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's a trifecta.
7: So awesome. It's a solid so trifecta. awesome. Beer, yeah. oh. cider. Talk brett. to me more about lacto that one. Brett. So basically, what it is is it's a combo of both of those things, and uh, we used a lacto brett hybrid, so it has all of those like delicious bready characteristics, and right? then it's barrel aged, so even mm. better. All the like literally yeah. just all the things it's that so good you <laughs> want. Yeah, in one. So. And people
3: are so afraid of like people are I had a group of ladies come up and they're like where's the wheat beer? Where's the wheat beer? I'm like right. nah listen barrels, can I can I ex- barrels, can I, exactly exactly. Yes. exactly not hating on the wheat beers right. not hating but listen you're at a beer a festival a
7: Later on, the a place for every beer
3: brewers every bear. are coming in here with barrel aged uh,
7: yeah.
3: products and they're doing a great job about I just it just want to make sure you hit record
7: Duh! <laughs> this is my first
3: rodeo, bro.
7: Always check it in. By thanks. the way, I don't thanks, think Dad.
3: I. Yeah, thanks, Dad. <laughs> You're best. I don't even think I introduced myself on here. My name is Liz. I am the co-host of Hi, Top That Liz. Easy. Hi, Hi. It's Lizard on the microphone again. Hey, little lizard. Oh, the lizard. The lizard. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something, like a really bad DJ name. Yeah. W- What's w- up, L- DJ LD, the, the lizard? Not even, not even just a lizard.
7: DJ it's the lizard. the lizard. <laughs> DJ, DJ the, the lizard. lizard. <laughs> If it was you, I'd still listen. But you would yeah. have a way better DJ
3: name. I appreciate it.
7: What
3: would your yeah. DJ name be? It would be D... Probably my DJ name would probably be something like yes. Dirty Lizard or d- like <laughs> Down Home Lizard. The, the Lizard Blizzard. Oh, this is funny. So my car, my car's name is the... Uh, the Lizard Blizzard. because the lizard I, blizzard. So well, when I, I purchased it, the paint on there was called Pearl like Blizzard. It. So, Ooh. like, obviously, I had to name my car. I'm like, what am I going to name this thing? And so I'm like, it's the Lizard Blizzard. It's a blizzard of lizards. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, I, so when really I start terrible. brewing again, so when I start brewing, I want to do a white stout, yeah, and I, and I want to call it the Lizard Chabby's Blizzard. Avatar. Oh, it's I a love blizzard it! Of oh, my gosh. Yes, 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 yes,
7: yes, 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 yes. I'm down. Yes.
3: I'm down for all like the name thing. So I like I've been coming up with like tons of names for different things, and yeah. they're really just like kind of like my brainchild. You know, how you yeah. brew beer and you're just like, I have to name this something. Yeah, of course. Of I'm course. like, no, I'm going to name. Cool fun. I'm going to come up with a name. And then the brewers have to then brew something to, like, match the name. Right. Which is totally right, right, the opposite right, right, right. of how the process actually goes.
7: <laughs> so Usually it's, like, here's the beer, now what the heck do we call it? Like, totally. literally that's how the process goes is, like, we'll stand around for, like, an hour <laughs> sipping on the beer and we're like, what about, what about this? What about this? What about this? Which is how we get, like, the crazy names that Crooked Tooth oh, has, yeah. which is, like, you, you guys know, have some great these fucking are sound names. waves, like, uh-huh. 18th Hours, because it was, like, an 18-hour brew day, so that it. makes sense, but, you know, what else do we have? Like, Under Prussia, like, literally, P-R-S-H-A, <laughs> <laughs> Under Prussia. Under Prussia. Under Prussia. Prussia. <laughs> yeah, so we've actually, we've started, and then, like, we had, like, all these crazy names for all of our moon beers, the full moon beers that we yes, do. the
3: full moon series. And
7: so we just started calling them the moon that it's under and then the Cute. year. So that way it's very easy and simple and like you can have like all of them in a row and you're like I know what all of these things and if I'm and am not correct, from this is the
3: sticker Brewage oh it's so yes. cool so I know the magic of you know radio you don't yes. get to see anything but the Brewage is really cool it's uh if you guys get a chance peep that at Crooked yeah. Tooth peep it um, peep it there is merchandise as well t-shirts there and is. stuff yeah. I need to get really my ass cute. down to Tucson the cute tank tops the cute t-shirts oh. yeah I love that I love yeah. how it's like everybody is now like they're stepping their game up everything Definitely. is looking hella cute yeah hell yeah
7: it's the market i mean Uh like you gotta you gotta have the cool swag 100
3: i'm gonna make a shirt for tap that that says body buy beer
7: yes i love that i'm so into it like literally everybody in the industry needs that and all the people that like come to all the events will also buy it copyright liz
3: Lindbergh 2019 copy copyright (laughs) lizard lizard Lizard. dj
7: the lizard it's just dj the lizard
3: (laughs) 2019 I need to yeah. start. Like, when is January coming around? I need to start marketing that shit now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank Bring you. Bring it out. Um, just we're looking for some some designers for you know, body by beer. You know, <laughs> for body by beer, it's got to be a DJ whole yoga lizard, set.
7: Instead, of t-shirts, yoga yoga pants. Can we in body by okay. beer How, down the okay. leg? I'm gonna throw something out there. What about the vel- crushed velvet? Do you remember <gasps> the suits from like the early 2000s that like Paris Hilton and from like,
3: like Juicy Couture? Yes. <laughs> That just say body by beer. We just added a shit ton of estrogen into this <laughs> podcast right now. You're welcome. <laughs> Let me tell you. There's going to be a distinctive <laughs> shift into this recording later on when Eric is That's editing great. this. That's and be like, and Liz is now on the <laughs> mic and we're talking about the lure
7: bodies. Uh, the lure. That's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did want to jump back to the brew witch thing yes. really quick. There's going to be some... So basically... This is the second year that we've done the full moon beers Uh at Crooked Tooth. So we're going to continue it, obviously. But there are some really exciting things happening in 2020. Basically, every year we level up. Mm -hmm. So the first year, we started doing them as five-gallon batches in Ben and Julie's backyard. Under the full moon, just like I
3: love Julie, literally, like
7: the three of us. She's the she's one of my favorite human. people
3: in the Ugh. beer industry. Same. Julie, if you guys ever get down to Tucson yes. and you go down to Crooked Tooth, mm-hmm. you need to go into the brewery and ask if Julie is available and yes. just say hello.
7: She is, and just feel her spirit and her, her energy. Energy is just it's so pure and radiant. It's
3: addictive. It's like yeah. you know when you make a peanut butter jelly sandwich and get a little jelly on you. Yeah, that's Julie jelly is the jelly jelly is julie is the jelly that gets onto you and sticks with you and when you look at you're like mm, i'm not mad at this and it's you were like, just oh, like great it's so like, sweet it's just love the her. sweetest and
7: most pure That's thing her. yeah
3: oh. yeah aside from you yes of yeah course.
7: well thanks <laughs> thanks Cindy.
3: you too <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah so yes you guys <laughs> so we
7: really started so we started as like five gallon batches in their backyard and like right. it was just three of us and it was like <sighs> so much fun and then we were like okay this is like great let's continue doing this. So we continue to level up and now we're doing it on the 10 barrel system that they have down there. And um, basically, then the second year that we did it, we were like, all right, we're doing bottles. And Julie's vision was like, you know, we always infuse them with crystals. They always have these herbs and it's a different beer every month. But basically, we were like, we want to get it to more people. So now we do like a self-bottling line where it's just like all of our back of house, all of us just like sit down and like label them together, fill them, and then
3: rinse them time. off,
7: wax them. And Can put you the come and like text me them.
3: When, when you guys are about to do that? Yeah, of And course. I will drive oh, my down, ass down so much to Tucson fun. and it's go so do much that fun. with you it's guys. so, so, so much fun. Oh, yeah. So and so good. they're super,
7: so it's, you know, we started off like with a bunch of them but like it's basically like 50 to 70 depending on the beer uh, bottles are released into the world so it's not a ton of them right and so with that I don't think I'm allowed to say much more other than that there's like super exciting things oh. happening in 2020 so fun so it's like level 3 year ch- 3 level 3 just like moving on up expanding it shout just out like to Tucson more Brews, love more of man. that like basically it's just like more of that energy that is like behind the full moon beer where we want that more out in the world. I so we're it. working on developing that and love it. how it's gonna go. So we're super excited about it. Let me
3: ask you a question. Yes. What are your what are your feelings about how Tucson beers are being perceived? Do you feel like Flagstaff and Phoenix overshadow them? Or do you feel like it's a big enough market for you guys to be like, no, this is us, we stand alone, this is what we are, and that we deserve like the credit that we're the credits due. Yeah. What are your what are your thoughts on that? That's
7: a great question. I really I genuinely believe that like there's a place for every single brewery and there's a place for every single beer. And I think that, like, with that, there's a place for every single city. And I think that Tucson really has made a name for itself of having, like, these, like, really good, outstanding breweries that are doing stuff that nowhere else in the state is, like, really doing. And it's all, like, confined into this one little space of Tucson, which is really cool. Um, But I think that there's room for everybody. I mean, like, for both when I was working at Borderlands and now at Crooked Tooth, like, the Phoenix Market is, like, hungry for things... Outside of Phoenix, like they want cool stuff that's still local and still Arizona, but it's like not necessarily something they can like walk down the street or drive like fifteen minutes away and grab, which is like Tucson, because it's like somehow it's like exotic but also local at the same time. You know what I mean? So I definitely think that there's room for everybody. Nice, which is one of the things I love about this industry is is we make room for each other.
3: It's like you know, right? No, I love that. Do you feel like that maybe like the packaging? Part of Tucson needs to be like nurtured a little bit more to get it into the Phoenix and Flagstaff markets. Like, yeah,
7: I think that I think that sizing is one of those things. Like, a lot of the breweries down there are like ten to fifteen barrels, and like everybody's cool with that, right? Like, and right. nobody wants to be, you know. I mean, maybe one day, you know, <laughs> we'll be much bigger. But I think that a lot of the breweries that are down there are like very comfortable with. That size and what they're they're doing the stuff that they want to do and that their community wants them to do
3: also. Right. So so I outside love of like that. yeah outside of Barrio or yeah. even Borderlands where they right. do have a massive or mm-hmm. a larger you know packaging facility. Yeah. I think it's really just kind of like that hidden gem. Like ooh you come down and yeah. even like Pueblo Vito will have like a lot totally. of packaging totally. But they'll you'll come well, down. You gotta come down to get it. You gotta come down to get it. You gotta come down to yes. get it. Yeah. Which is like it almost makes the beer even more special it makes it special it makes it it, you taste it and you're like i can only taste this in tucson right exactly i'm not gonna lie i'm one of those asu like alumni that loves u of a whatever Bear tell down, me, tell me I'm Ron. Uh, I'm a wild devils cat, yeah. the field. And that's my rebuttal. <laughs> but but I've I've grown to love Tucson. I've yeah. really grown to like accept that, you know, U of A is gonna be U of A. Blah, 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 blah. Right. ASU is gonna be ASU. Nah, so right. but it's, it's, <laughs>
9: Same but, but opposite. It.
3: We have to. We have right. to collaborate on being like the best that we can be, yeah, and like absolutely. support each other, absolutely. and be like, listen, Tucson doesn't suck. You want to? You want no, to prove it? Tucson's great. Go down there and drink their beer. Tucson's
7: great. And so that's so funny. I had the same. So like growing up in Tucson, I had the same idea of Phoenix. Where I was like, Bleh, <laughs> like my whole life. And then I like joined the beer industry seven like, years ago, and I was like, Phoenix you know, Phoenix suck. is okay. It's okay, I <laughs> like it here. And now I'm like, I love Phoenix. Like <laughs> I have friends here, like that I can come see. Right. And there's so much good beer. Here and it's it's fun to be a part of that. Yeah, but yeah, but but that is going back to what you were saying earlier about like the intention of it. Like that is hugely what Crooked Tooth is about. Is like sitting down in that space in that very like warm environment right. and like just drinking your beer with intention. And that's the whole point of the Moon beers as well. Is like intentionally drinking and thinking about what you're putting into your body. And the Moon beers are sa- that's such a it's cool it's an energetic thing. thing you that's know what a I mean? Crooked Tooth um, thing. It really is. <laughs> it's the best. It's it the is best. so cute. Yeah. I
3: love it. <laughs> Well, Cass, thank you for joining Thanks me for on the podcast me. i love hearing your input i love Thanks. hearing a woman's input not only it's very important it is and Ladies, it is if you're listening listen. come and chat
7: come in, if come you're listening come and chat with liz oh I will She's always the be here. And the nicest and the Not sweetest. denoting
3: men. Men do have a great I- Absolutely. I- idea. We wouldn't be here without the, you know, the trailblazers of our community. Absolutely. But listen, the ladies have some great ideas, yeah. too. And shout out to Juliet Crickety. Absolutely. <coughs> damn, I love her. Love ya. And uh, also shout out to the Borderlands ladies, too. Hell They're yeah. it. Oh, my God. Those two. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to, listen, scratch that. Shout out to all. All the ladies. All the ladies. Yeah. In the beer industry. And You're you know what? Shout out it. to all you white boys with beards. We You're also crushing it.
7: And thank you for all of the great <laughs> beer that you provide us. It's just Past, nothing but love here. Past, present, and future.
3: So good. Yeah. Love you, babe.
7: Love you.
0: Uh, so this gentleman here, just I just saw you come up. And you're like, what the hell's going on? Yes. Threw on some headphones.
10: Yeah, I'm here.
0: And you're like, what the hell's going on? And I'm
10: still knowing. Yeah. Nothing. (laughs)
0: Nothing. So this is a beer podcast. So tap that easy. Ah. We travel around Arizona. Awesome. Interviewing the breweries. Basically just telling the story
10: of Arizona beer. This is a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, thank you. This is a beautiful thing. Very much. What's your name?
10: My name is Dennis. Dennis. Yes.
0: Dennis, what what are you doing here today? I'm having a great time.
10: I'm learning learning a lot about what's available in the local... uh, uh, the brewing scene, yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm very very impressed with what Phoenix has to offer. Yeah, you know we're not uh, we're not. You know Seattle. Sure, we're not uh, San Diego. Yep, but we're doing a damn good job. We are. Yeah. We are Arizona, right? Yeah, we Arizona. we are Arizona. Arizona yeah. Damn it.
0: Yes. So are, are you? Are you? Uh, you're, live here? Yes. You live here. Have you been here for a long time? I we've twenty five years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've
10: seen I've seen no breweries and yeah. now lots of breweries, which Lo- is a wonderful thing. Lots of good ones too. Yes. Right. Uh, really impressive. Yeah. Of good ones. Yeah.
0: So um so the so I think that they're brewery wise I. I I don't know, what is it, like 12, 15, 20? Between 2 and 90 breweries here today.
10: (laughs) I think I'm <laughs> safe with that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Let's, so
0: let's say there's twelve breweries. Like, like, how many of these have you have you heard of or have you been to?
10: I've been that's to probably fifty percent of them. Okay. Yeah.
0: Wow. So that's yeah, so there's still a lot of exploration here today.
10: Well, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I have a problem, so it's working out. <laughs> right, do? I do too. I just I, I just I, made it into a career. I just love hops. Yeah. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Just the hops, not the liquid. No. 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 I'd chew on the flour if I had to. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so, what have you been impressed with? So, she, should she join us as well? Uh, oh,
10: she's given the inter- she wants to take a picture of international me. signal yeah. for give me your phone. Yeah, so give I can me take your phone. I want to take a picture. Yeah, uh, what you asked? I
0: say, what have you been impressed about today? Like the, some new places you've discovered or new beers that you've you've come across?
10: Yeah, we I've been impressed with uh, a couple of new breweries that I hadn't been to yet. Okay, and any uh, in particular you can name? Uh, Uncle Bear's Brewery was okay. uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, and then uh, being able to go back to the Wren House without having to go to the Wren House. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I love the Wren House. Sure. Yeah. Um, I've been to Oso uh, plenty of times. I love Oso. Um but just, it's, being able to kind of get an idea what these guys are really interested in doing, sure, is good. Yeah, it's a sad thing that the brewers aren't right behind the taps, so we can talk to them sometimes. Yeah, but that's all right. I understand. Yeah, you some know? of
0: them are. Some of them are. Like I mean, you you go to uh, the Uncle Bears. Their brewers. Yeah. There's a, yeah. Their brewers are there. Old Ellsworth, Crooked um, Tooth. There's a handful that, yep. that, that got the brewers behind, and that's that's yeah. cool. So not not to plug. Plug this podcast, but if you've never heard the podcast, it's basically what we do. Is um, you know, we don't do you know, we don't really get into reviews and critiques. We're not we're not trying to be another level of like, oh well, here's how we sh- we should tell you what you need to do with your beer, right. even though we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, uh, it's more of like, <laughs> tell us your story. Like, what's the philosophy behind why you brew your beer? What do you guys specialize in? Crooked Tooth, all right, you guys do sours. Why sours? Arizona Wilderness. Why are you guys so in touch with with Arizona ingredients?
10: So yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. So so take. A Listen to the show. Uh, tap that easy if you listen to podcasts. Uh,
10: yeah. yeah, I think it's a essential thing. It is at if, this if point. Do you really yeah. want to be an Arizona, an Arizonan? You need to probably listen.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It, should, it should go on to the uh, if you if you want to claim a state oh, yeah. statemanship.
10: Is that a word? I, I can I can go with it yeah, now because you know I mean. I've <laughs> had about four or five. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah,
0: Dennis. But, you've been but, my favorite guest so far, man. All right, I appreciate man. it. Yeah, <laughs> you've
10: been my favorite interviewer. Awesome, so far. awesome. Best right.
0: podcast here today, <laughs> yeah.
10: You're Dennis. Out.
0: Thanks, man. You will.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so excited. So this is Liz again with Tap That AZ, and I'm really, really excited to showcase another great participant of today's at the Bottles Bar- Barrels and Brews Festival, and I have on the mic Taylor. Taylor, can you introduce yourself?
11: Hey, this is Taylor, everyone. We're with... <laughs> <laughs> first time on the mic, Where's so you well, there we go. Tell. If you not right. Taylor. Hey, we're with Hope is brewing, though.
3: <laughs> okay, not so... Not even drinking so at this, so how about this? I'll, I'll put it like very, like, just answer question, answer question, and then you just relax. We've been drinking beer. It's a good day. It's there a beautiful day out here in oh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, the weather is nice. The cloud has gone. People are buying shirts. And it's just such a cool event. Everybody's hanging out. Um, I got to meet Taylor through Cassidy from Crooked, too. She's like, hey, you got to go check them out because they did a collab with uh, Uncle Bears. And they came out with this insanely cool collab. Can you get, give us a little bit of insight on what that yeah, one was Yeah, that was
11: uh, about? with Drew. Drew, we were talking on a beer we wanted to make. Pastry styles are big. So we're like, hey, you know. Let's do something a little different and do a tiramisu stout. So we took the coffee milk stout base from Uncle Bear's. and So good. And uh, hopped it up with some tiramisu flavor. So kind of just did it up. And it's been uh, getting a lot of votes for best in show here today.
3: I know. I need to, I need to submit kicked.
11: that. I think it was the first one and it's kicked already gone. over in that wall.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of people here. I think there's anywhere from, like, maybe 1,100 to 1,500 people. A little
11: bigger than last year. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I love
3: that it's spreading the message, and people are probably really asking mm-hmm. what the heck Hope is Brewing. What are you guys about?
11: So Hope is Brewing started about nine months ago. We wanted to kind of bring the brewing community into people who are going through chemotherapy treatments. So kind of bridge that gap and raise money through kind of a fun little – I guess, release of a beer. And so we've done two so far. We've done one with Old Ellsworth and one with Fate. And a percentage of all the beer sold from that beer we made, collaborated on, is Love going it. to benefit people who are going through chemotherapy, whether it's uh, they need help with their mortgage, they need some um, help with food, they it's need... It's not
3: cheap, that's for gas, sure. Yes, you
11: know, I mean, it's just people don't think about the, the daily daily grinds and the daily costs. It's not just the medical bills and everything. Right. So.
3: It's nutrition. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff you just have to randomly go to Walgreens for. Exactly. You know, you can rack up a $75 Walgreens bill for, you know, nothing.
11: Some people need to fly to Houston for right. treatment. So, you know, it's not, not cheap. So...
3: So so then that brings me to my next segue. You and I have a very significant commonality. We are both cancer survivors, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a
11: it's a brother and sisterhood that you never want to be a part is, of, but like, it's like we best. have a
3: super special club. Like we have a club. Like uh-huh. we get it, yeah. right? So so if you don't mind, would you like to share us your survivor story?
11: Yeah. So cool. I'm 27 now. I was born, let's see, I was 20 years old. You're I, was, I was 20 years old uh, when I was diagnosed. We're at seven years now, and it was right in the time where I was playing baseball, and that was all that mattered. Right. <laughs> so I was about to get drafted with the Royals and wow. diagnosed a week before the draft, so. Super cool story though. The Royals are such a classy organization, and they still drafted me even though I was diagnosed. Stop. And followed me all the way up until they drafted me again in 2016. So
3: that's awesome. Yeah, that is phenomenal. Oh yeah. What a cool story. Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
11: Ended up playing for a year, and then in the off season worked at Uncle Bear's as a brewer, and then that's how I got into the beer world. That's so
3: so cool. How have we not met yet? Like this is awesome. We have
11: all the same friends. Seriously. Seriously,
3: oh, brethren, seriously. (laughs) I love it. What kind of cancer did you have? Leukemia. Leukemia, what stage?
11: Uh, There's actually no stages with leukemia. Okay. So um, that was actually treated at a children's hospital, a PCH over here. Because you were
3: 20? Okay. I was 20
11: years old, so. I was walking in there with a beard still at 20 years old to a children's hospital, so it was so, great. So
3: <laughs> I was treated at PCH as well. Really? So I was diagnosed when I was 15, mm-hmm. and I had, back then there were stages for leukemia, mm-hmm. and I had stage four lymphoma, okay. non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for those of you out there who aren't very familiar with what stages are, just like we heard that there is no stages for leukemia, but there are for a certain other mm-hmm. stages, uh, there's no stage five. Uh, four is pretty much what the you know diagnostics will give you on that kind of scale, mm-hmm. um, not Trying to make it where it's like there's no scale versus like a scale, but stage four is pretty serious, mm-hmm. and of course, leukemia and lymphoma are very much kind of like cousins mm-hmm. in, in that kind of the category. It's a the, blood cancer, right? Myeloma, non system, yeah, We're all
11: scientific here. <laughs> We're like, yeah,
3: exactly, right? Like, my sister, who's a PA, she's being like, Good job, Liz. You have your nomenclature down. I'm like, Thank you, thank you, thank you, Sarah. So, there is definitely like a situation where it's like you notice that you're not feeling right, that you're bruising a lot, that you're lethargic all the time. that mm-hmm. You just have never been sick your whole life. You've probably been, like, you know, very athletic, very lean, or in my case, not. Um, I was in in theater, but I was never sick as a kid, Mm -hmm. right? Like, other than, you know, the occasional chicken pox or something like that. But, like, we've always been pretty healthy. We had a normal diet as kids. But cancer just happens. It it doesn't matter how athletic or how healthy or how Mm -hmm. active you are. Or, not active, you are. does not discriminate. It does not. And childhood cancer is very, very rare. But you were diagnosed when you were 27 with leukemia, which 20. is still 20. 20. Okay, so, 20. you are 27 so now, yeah. so we're 20. You're 27 a, now. Yeah. Okay, so, sorry. So, 20 still, mm-hmm. I mean, PCH does take, you know, a whole yeah. myriad of ages, but that's crazy. We were treated at the same hospital, mm-hmm. at different times, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, you're 27 now. I'm 34 now. So, somebody else do the math because I've been drinking beer all day. So. <laughs> Am I right? I'm also a teacher like on my side job, so I'm just like, no, my getting, like yeah. Friday at 3:45, my brain just out the door. clicks off. I'm like, bye, I do not know you. You do not exist. It is Friday afternoon. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm gone for a week, peace. Uh-huh. I love my kids, but still like yes, it's it's very rare to be diagnosed even with leukemia. Leukemia mm-hmm. is a very rare situation. Mm-hmm. Um so I've actually been involved with Phoenix Children's Hospital's Camp Sunrise or I'm sorry, Camp Rainbow with Camp uh with Beatriz with the, Phoenix Children's Hospital. And then I've been associated with Arizona Camp Sunrise, which is a cancer camp for kids and their siblings. So we both have some really cool nonprofits Mm -hmm. that really benefit a great community, people that need it, people that, you know, the cancer sucks. It just straight up sucks. Like leukemia, you're going, I mean, we both probably have the same chemotherapeutic drugs. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we could probably rattle off, you know, whatever. I
11: know, you never
3: forget them. You never Uh forget them. Okay, ready?
11: methotrexate
3: oh that one sucked because you had to be in the hospital for like five days for me i had to have an infusion of five days of methotrexate and i couldn't leave the hospital so like every three months Uh like when it had to cycle through Uh or whatever i would have to be in the hospital right so i've been in the hospital for like christmases and thanksgivings Uh and easters and you're like this sucks Sucks.
11: it does a hundred percent
3: okay you said methotrexate okay uh Vindamycin.
11: Nope, didn't have Ooh, that one. I think okay. Christine, which is probably almost ben the same.
3: Christine. They're probably in the same category. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how about
11: there's some crazy named uh, ones. Like Arabine right? was one of mine. It
3: I didn't have that one. I've never tried that an one. An orange one. That one Doxa- and and a major Dr. Rubbis and, and a major P look fucking radioactive. Like it's the worst. <laughs> It was brutal.
11: It was really bad. That was you guys, the worst.
3: You guys think that out there you're, you know, drinking beers and you're, you know, going to use the restroom and you're like, whoa, my Piss smells like something interesting. Yeah, try chemotherapy, folks, okay? Your kidneys do some wild shit.
11: Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I lost like 40 pounds in in a month from the chemo and then put 40 back on because I was eating so damn much from the steroids they put me on.
3: They put you on literally like fat drinks, like Mm -hmm. seriously, like 90% fat drinks. And I'm just like, this also sucks. And then, Mm -hmm. but, oh, man. I love this. So for everybody out there in Beer World, yes, we are talking some pretty heavy stuff. But you know what? I think I feel I feel personally the best stories about cancer and all that shit not only comes from the survivors, mm-hmm. but the people that surround us. Mm-hmm. So you guys have Hope is Brewing. So yeah. it's not just you, but you have probably like this great team of people that help support you and have been like your caretakers mm-hmm. through your cancer journey. Tell us a little bit about how those people affect the brewing.
11: Um, so... We talk about the treatment and how it. it we have stories and caretakers and everything, caregivers and people who are there for us. So I met my wife through it actually in the worst times, where you looked like complete dog crap.
3: You're one of those so, stories. Yeah, uh, I am
11: one of those stories. So she, so we've been together for seven cry. years, and she's the co-owner of or co-founder of Hopeless Brewing. I love she's it. a creative one. I don't do any of the. the the marketing or the logos or anything like that. I just wanted these leather patch hats that we've been repping today. I, so. great.
3: I gotta swing by and get a dad hat yeah. for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she
11: was a dad hat one selection for sure. She's I didn't want them. I thought they were ugly, I but she's them. like, the girls will love it. So. <laughs> the
3: girls will love the dad hat. Uh-huh. For she was sure. On it, so that's so great. Oh but. she's sweet as pie. I went oh, over yeah. there and I just peeped in. I'm like, hey, we need to chat and get you guys on the mic. Mm-hmm. But that's an amazing story. So, 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 um, so, tell us what's next that we can look forward to from Hope is Brewing.
11: We are doing a collaboration with um, Uncle Bears in January. So there's some some speculation. It's going to be something fruited. We don't know. Just cool. kind of, it's going into the spring season. You know, get something drinkable for the people coming into spring training games and whatnot. Right. So, right. But, uh, so that's on that's on the horizon here. Probably another collab with Fate. Yeah. Um, again, and hopefully get some other ones here. You know, we were talking to Cass at Cricket um, Tooth. She said she loves doing Dude, stuff she loves like you. that.
3: She's the one that introduced me yeah. to you, and she was like, "You need to like meet I haven't, these guys." I've been
11: down to Tucson ever to see the beer scene, and I'm Dude, an Arizona native. We were so. just
3: talking about that on the podcast as well. Get like actually just like get a hotel mm-hmm. right find an Airbnb do something to spend the night in yeah. Tucson because the beer scene will definitely it's booming it will do things Alan to from you
11: I <laughs> killing it down there Crooked 1912 two,
3: Pueblo Vita Pueblo Borderlands mm-hmm. even like Barrio does a yeah. great job they are old school they're OG like yeah. free you think Four Peaks and Santan out here in Phoenix yeah. like Barrio, Barrio has
11: a badass, place over off of uh, William yes, Gateway right Mesa, on the airport. Mesa Town. Only thing that would make it better is if it had the brewery inside there. Just Listen, being a brewer, I so. know,
3: I know. I, I love
11: restaurants, but hey, you got to see the stainless. Their
3: food is solid, yeah. right? Their oh, food yeah. is so freaking mm-hmm. good. And plus, you're right mocha there. Stout,
11: the Java Stout. Listen,
3: yeah. uh, Barrio has a special place in my heart, and um, they they will kill it with their beers. Mm-hmm. Um, Their Barrio Blonde is still solid. Mm -hmm. solid. I will drink that poolside all the time. Mm Yep. Yeah. yeah, They're the OG, like Tucson people. Yeah. And they're great. But Tucson beers are awesome. You hit up, like, even when you go even north, too. It's just, Mm -hmm. I asked asked Cassie, I'm like, what do you feel? How do you feel about, like, Tucson being like treated for so long as like the underfoot of Phoenix breweries. Mm -hmm. Like, what were your perspective on that? She's like, you know what, I was raised Tucson and we felt honestly the same way about Phoenix. Like, they were under us. And so, it's just like this really cool revelation where it's like, you know what, you're absolutely right. And now we can just be, you know, celebrating what both of our cities can bring to the table mm-hmm. and they bring phenomenal stuff. I, I love stuff. when
11: you see like Ren House collabing with uh yes. Crook of Tooth and who else, it, Borderlands or who was Borderlands, it? Okay. Uh, House, the Borderlands?
3: They've done Borderlands, uh, Renhouse is all about what that.
11: Was it, the Tombstone, Renhouse House, and somebody else back in think was it was a few Pueblo. years ago, Pueblo. Could,
3: oh, they've done Pueblo. I mean, yeah. they are just killing Chill. it down there. So, yeah, Tucson is great. Mm-hmm. If you're if you ever have any hesitation as to, and here's the thing, you've probably drank a Tucson beer and didn't even know that they were from Tucson. Mm-hmm. I've bartended to people that have been like, hmm, where's this? And they're wearing all ASU stuff. I'm like, do you really want me to tell you that it's a borderland straight out of Tucson? And they're just like, oh, man, it's
5: really
3: fucking good. Country. Like, <laughs> my gosh. So, yeah. So that's like the really cool thing about not only this podcast, but about our beer community mm-hmm. that we really love perpetuating is that it's yeah. a supportive community. Sure. We are always there for people. We're really excited for who's coming out with what. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a great melting pot of really cool people, really great communities. And I'm so happy. So, so happy that I got to meet you yeah. with no, Hope definitely. is Brewing Likewise. because it just really epitomizes like what we're doing. So I even brewed another beer. So I do a camp for kids who have rag cancer mm-hmm. and their siblings. It's called Arizona Camp Sunrise. Yeah. Recently, this summer I did a collaborate. i oh, tap that. Uh, Eric and myself and Josh, who is the head brewer over for Oso. Okay. We're getting him on the podcast. We're doing a beer school and we're just like, Hey, when are we going to do a collaboration? And he's like, whenever you want. And I'm like, cool. I have this name that I want to do. So the way like my weird brain works is like mm-hmm. I come up with a name for a beer and then we brew it. And a lot of times it's the opposite way. So even Cassie was saying she's like, Well we'll brew this beer and then we're sitting around racking our brains, drinking yeah. this beer. Like, what does the name like connotate with with the flavors that we're coming up with? And I'm like, no no, no. Try the backwards way. And yeah. I guarantee you you'll come just up put with a, a list fun together product and just... That's literally Something. it. So I brewed a beer, or I came up with a beer or I it up with podcast a name and I said they during the we to Josh and Eric, and they're like, we're fucking doing it," and I'm like "Cool, it's called Logger it and not even like her it's <laughs> your face says it all oh
11: my gosh that's awesome so we
3: brew this freaking lager and we we had it out at all the Oso locations all of their locations and a dollar from each pint went towards arizona camp sunrise and Sidekicks.
11: that's awesome
3: i love you mark Raiba. you're my favorite mark Raiba just gave me like a hug a hug and a thumbs up and i'm like oh fan girl he's so cool if you haven't checked out Riba farms please do Um, He is one of the only uh, farmers here in Arizona that's actually growing his own hops. He grew a Cascade and a Neo-Mexicana on another couple of flavors, uh, and it's just phenomenal. Super cool guy. Uh, And so, anyway, so... That would be another like collab idea that I want to do. Yeah, it's you know,
11: yeah, and collab, that's a cool you thing. You have so many ideas that you can do with it. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. You go to a brewery and like, let's say you go to Wilderness, right? Mm-hmm. You go to Wilderness and you have their watermelon saison, yeah. and you try it, and you're like, I know that I can only get this flavor at this brewery, and mm-hmm. you're like, you expect, you start building like an expectation of yeah. these breweries, and then when you see that they do a collab with another brewery that you feel the same way, you're just like, ooh, this mm-hmm. just got interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so you see these things, and so now. like... Lake. I love that a nonprofit like yours, that crash was brought to you by Giant Jenga. Uh, a really, a, a brewery idea and ideology and community base
11: mm-hmm.
3: is here. And that's the new thing that all of us get to anticipate and expect. Yeah. So I'm really glad that I got you on the mic no, today. No, I'm glad
11: too. No, oh. and, and we're we're also you know we've nine months into this. We got to find somebody to that needs it. it. So
3: nine months. Nine and months into
11: this. it. Yeah, we've done pretty well for you ourselves. So... Sean Northrup throwing. Shout out to him throwing yes! on this badass festival over yes! here too. So totally. uh Yeah, I mean Sean invited us out here, and I even got invited to Strong Beer with be on the booth with yes. Andrew. So get our apparel God. out there. Maybe do. Put the beer on that we did with them, or pog maybe, passion (gasps) orange guava maybe doing that. I
3: I literally salivate when I see a pog on a menu. I (laughs) I've seen a couple of
11: them. I mean, I that's a go-to. I love it so for
3: sure. It's such a solid choice. I love it.
11: So, but we are looking for somebody. You know, and anybody. We know we've been affected by it here, and you know everybody's been affected by it. So we're just kind of anything we can do to help you know yeah. go to our go to our instagram or facebook or anything Love like it. that at hope is brewing
3: Did I even fit? Yes please yeah where can we find you? Where can we keep following you? We're on
11: Instagram and, and Facebook. Somebody asked us to do LinkedIn today. I thought that was a little businessy. I was eh, like, shoot
3: oh. your shot, man. You know, it is hey, business. Get the word out there. You so. totally can. There's a lot of great professionals out in this mm-hmm. business that are looking for that, like yeah. marketing directors, sure. even brewery heads. They're like, no, we need to, mm-hmm. we can definitely look forward to a LinkedIn yeah. profile. Yeah. Sure, Yeah, dude. All right. Shoot yeah. We're going to,
11: you know, Facebook and Instagram's where it's at. So
3: love it. Hope is brewing. Yeah. Thank you so much well, thank for being you for on the having podcast. Me on the mic. I love, first I love that we time, made this. Time, love one. that we made this connection. I cannot wait to he- hear more from you guys. Who mm-hmm. you guys are going to collaborate with? More from for Uncle sure. Bears. I'll hit up Andy and be like, "Yo, yep. give me a little secret. Awesome. Give me a little tasty give taste of scoop. what they're doing, because I want to be in on that. <laughs>
11: It'll be something good. That's love for
3: sure. So. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. Appreciate nice. it. So he's not jumping on. No, I guess not. Who's this he guy? Just, he Introdu- wants to be a fucking now, party pooper. Now she's gonna have to tell your story for you.
9: Yeah, actually, I want to hear this. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Who is this? Oh, you, don't,
9: you don't. You don't want to know what I have to say about
0: you. <laughs> well, first of all, introduce yourself.
9: I'm Jessica, uh, okay. lovely Lady Hobbs. If we're gonna go by Instagram lovely handles. Lovely Lady
0: Hobbs. Yep, yep. Who's this gentleman here?
9: That's a uh, well. I don't know if I can introduce you because you don't have Instagram anymore. Paul yeah, Paul Frijoles. Hoppy Craftsman will know that.
0: Ah, I've heard your name before. I've heard your name, yeah.
9: Rice and beans.
0: Rice and beans.
9: <laughs> I'm rice. He's beans.
0: <laughs> I figured. I figured. So, <laughs> what? The, what the hell are you guys doing here? What's going on? What's? I mean, what's we're the here story? to drink.
9: We're here to drink beer. And we're here to drink beer and support local breweries.
0: Heck yeah! And how's it going always. so far?
9: Uh, we have two samples left. Two left. Yeah. That's it. I mean. Yeah, I yeah. feel like we're doing pretty good <laughs> yeah, it, we got here yeah. on time and we've it eaten like, and...
0: Oh, shit, yeah, that is. We had pizza. Um, what was your favorite? What was your favorite so far?
9: Favorite beer?
0: Yeah. Person, people, <laughs> beer.
9: I mean, you're beer. my favorite person. I know,
0: I know. <laughs> Outside
9: of Liz, you're my favorite person. Outside of Liz? Of Liz. Liz I'll is, take that. Liz is, take is my that. other yeah, favorite person. Liz
0: is pretty awesome. Liz is pretty awesome. I mean,
9: Brewery 602 and AZ Homebrewing are pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the neonic from Shop is probably my favorite Ooh, so far. Ooh, nice. It's really good.
0: Yes. The um, which one particularly Any particular? Oh, the raspberry. Yeah. They ran
9: out of the Tiki, and I was really disappointed. But later, guys.
0: Sorry if I yelled that in your ear. Uh, <laughs> oh, they ran out of the Tiki. That I've heard. They that ran one was out of the Tiki.
9: But that was the first one we hit, so they ran out very quickly. Yeah.
0: So I've noticed you've been uh, you've been hitting up some places. I've been sneaky like, following you, sneaky not like follow- in person, <laughs> 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 uh, on the on the Instagrams. But now you've been exploring. You've I, been mean, checking out the I mean. I mean, yeah, I have yeah. to as
9: much as possible. Work's been crazy lately, so I haven't really been able to as much as I'd like, but. Yeah. I definitely try to go to as many places as I can.
0: What's the favorite recently? What's what's uh, been your go-to?
9: I mean, Goldwater is always my favorite. Yeah. They have they have my heart in a way. Pop chowder is probably my top favorite Ooh, beer ever.
0: Top favorite, top number favorite. one. Wow. Yeah. All
9: right. Okay. Outside of uh, when when McFate used to make really good beer, it was Strawberry Milkshake IPA. Uh, okay. That one. It was so good. It yeah. wasn't overwhelming. It was really amazing. And then they don't make it anymore, and I'm really uh, sad about it. But Hop has moved to number one.
0: You so homebrew, don't do you homebrew?
9: I've done it once and it turned out awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they all do. That's everybody's out, story. It though. turned out awful. Yeah. I'm definitely
9: gonna try it again when I have time. But yeah. the first one turned out so gross. Well, I tried it and it was. You need to disgusting. do the
0: milkshake. Strawberry milkshake.
9: Sure, yeah. <laughs> once yeah. I once I get regular beer down.
0: Get those guys. I Ryan mean and, Ryan and Marcus Pineapple
9: yeah. Milkshake IPA was fucking amazing. Yeah. It was so good. I had it when we were at Bottle Shop. It was so good. I love his stuff.
0: He does make really. Whenever good Whenever
9: he brews, I'm like, make sure you save me some. <laughs>
0: know, yeah, and even canned stuff like as a home brewer, that's impressive. It is. You know, it's not going to be long before those guys have their own place yeah. where you see Brewery Six O Two, and what a great name, Brewery Six O Two. Like it's it's perfect.
5: Have I, you
9: Have you met up with Safe Haven yet?
0: safe um, that is uh, the guy from the shop Gus right? Fowler Gus yeah. yes oh my God. sorry Gus uh, yes So, <laughs>
9: I went to high school with him actually really? we graduated the same year no shit yeah
0: Well, because so, I know Gus he was he at the shop was, right. when I first met him he was he was a bartender at the shop um, and I think he had the goal to open it up at that point and mm-hmm. it kind of went on a hiatus and now I'm seeing he's getting U-Haul trucks so Gus I know. nice work <laughs> it's exciting <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exciting it really stuff is. Do you know any insight into where? Do you no, know if he's. No, um, unfortunately, place?
9: he and I didn't know each other that well in high school. Okay. I just know that I graduated with him.
0: <laughs> How and many people did you graduate with?
9: Uh, I graduated from Hamilton, so it was a pretty big class size. I think it was like 1,900 or Holy more than that, because we had our ceremonies at a Wells Fargo Arena. Wow. So at ASU, so it was really big. It was a lot of people. It's
0: a shitload of people. I graduated like 120. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I came. A big I Midwest went. Freshman
9: year was Coolidge, and then I <laughs> moved yeah. to Hamilton. So it was yeah. a really big change. Yeah. There was like nobody at Coolidge, and then I went to Hamilton, and it was just
0: everybody. Fucking
9: <laughs> everybody was huge. There. Yeah. So many people Including at that school.
0: Gus Fowler,
9: including Gus oh Fowler. That's
0: awesome. Well, yeah. so keep an eye on that Safe Haven. Um, I need another beer. I think you're almost down. I'm almost done. You've got a sucker, and your beer is almost gone. Yeah.
9: Thank you, Well Hung Jerky, for the lollipop. What
0: a great name, Well Hung Jerky. It's I think so, that there needs to be a collaboration. <laughs> tap that AZ Well Well Hung. Could you something imagine? Something that would be. It's it's happening. It's yeah. happening. I'm gonna go talk to him right now. Okay. <laughs> well Hung we Tap
9: That. Yeah, you
0: know. <laughs> you guys got them page springs wild kombucha dude yeah. nailed this thing man. yeah i nailed think this. That, that
6: just goes to show putting in the effort and, and doing something authentic really it shows through in our work and, and and not only are we helping the vendors out but we're all doing it because we love it my staff this is our uh fourth or fifth event of the fall it started back in uh end of october and every weekend we've had something going on here and this is our last one and everyone is excited for this one at the end it's kind of the cherry at the end or you know the treat at the end where uh everyone's so happy so positive uh, our staff is just delighted to be a part of this and everyone that shows up it, it resonates with with the vendors and the brewers and everybody's excited that you know we're we're throwing their stuff on our cart and getting them set up and just they don't have to do anything they're looking at us just in amazement, and that's just part of our job. You know, yeah. we we want this to be easy, and we want this to be fun, something that everyone looks forward to and the guests experience too. That's important. Making sure that you know we had the line cues and we had you know the the equipment and everything set up ready to go. Because once once we open those gates and everybody comes in, like it's got to be ready to go. And if sure. if it's our fault that vendors aren't set up and they don't have ice and their beer's not cold, that's our fault. They're you know, it, it's it's got to. be happen in a sequence and and it all has it all has gone on without a hitch knock on wood so far so that is
0: wood that is yes uh, it's very real it's wood like a resiny plastic it's in the form of plastic but it's wood very
6: real very real <laughs> yeah. real wild and woody real yes wild and, wood. and it, the of real course,
2: the real, real the real wild
6: way but in in not you know Rob and Kristen at the Guild they've been tremendous partners um, you know met Rob 2 years ago in Kind of in in, a, in an introductory level, and he just trusted us, and uh, can't thank him enough for, and, and the guild members for entrusting us with with this opportunity to partner with them, and just really letting us do the festival that that I envisioned and Sword Fields envisioned along with the guild. Like, we're proud to be a partner of theirs and to put on something for them that they can be excited about. And I think yeah. you know all positive reviews from Rob and the team, and so that you know, level of, of respect and, uh, affirmation goes a long way. And, and I'm, I'm just couldn't be happier to be in this position and, and, and soak it all up. And just thanks. Thanks for the opportunity to, to talk about it, get people excited. If you're out there listening right now, next year, third annual, it's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, <laughs> we'll fi- you'll figure it out. But, yeah. These guys will figure In it that, out. It, it, it won't necessarily be huge. Like, we never want this event to be yeah. a, a 3,000, 10,000, nothing. Like, we've capped this event. It's intimate. It's fun. It's an experience. And that's what people want these days. You know, I don't yeah. think fi- gone are the days of a 5,000, 10,000 person, you know, just drink-a-thon. You can't enjoy it. Yeah. The interaction you're getting yep. and everybody else is getting is, is what this event is for. So come next year. Book it. And let's, let's get the ball rolling. Start Heck the planning yeah. for next year.
0: Well, here's what I would say, too. Two, two things is, first of all, Rob came up to me about, I don't know, maybe about a half hour ago, right? So there's an hour, hour and a half left in this festival. And Rob comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, I just want to tell you bye. Uh, he's like, I'm going to take off, which doesn't seem like a big deal. But Rob is a guy who is on top of shit. And, and for good reason, right? There's a lot of there are a lot of nuances to laws and all this kind of shit of like, hey, you got to watch out for this, watch out for this. And that's usually Rob's role is just kind of seeing what's going on in the festival. So for an hour, an hour and a half left for him to say, I'm out of here, that says a lot about you guys for running a tight ship and running just a, a, a great event. And part two of that is you talk about making it bigger. Um, bigger doesn't always mean size-wise, right? Bigger can mean, because I'm already seeing some of these breweries that are like like Crooked Tooth, not to plug this, but uh, about a year ago I put together a collaboration between Crooked Tooth, uh, Dark Sky and um, uh, Cider Core, right? And so ne- neither of those guys had ever brewed with, with cider before, so Dark Sky guys, unfortunately, had some issues. They had to dump their beer. Crooked Tooth has been in there for, like, a year. And they're like, dude, this is the perfect opportunity to showcase this. And there are breweries that are, like, there's the shop over there that is showcasing for the first time their Lawn Lager, which is going to be their mainstay. So that's a way this this could get bigger is for the breweries to say, hey, this is going to be my showcase to show people what we're doing. Special things or new releases coming up. So...
6: Yeah, that's that's how it's going to get bigger. I mean, yeah. we're we're looking forward to. Uh, oh, thank you. See, people love my shirt. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm getting a lot of compliments on this thing.
0: Well, here's the thing: is the <laughs> lady that said that has a shirt that says "I smoke cigars to piss you off." Right. So that's <laughs> he doesn't smoke, but that's all right. right yeah, he's and all Jay, good. Jay has a "Don't smoke." What, so Jay, know, Jay, know. Jay, give a plug real quick. Was, give want. a plug real quick. Who are who are you? You have a shirt on that says "You have a shirt on that says I don't smoke." This is young Che
3: in the cut. Uh, no, I make I make shirts that say I don't smoke because I don't smoke. Unless you really know I might smoke. It's <laughs> totally up to you to figure out.
0: What do you smoke? Barbecue. I don't. Smoke. I don't don't.
3: I don't. There's <laughs> burn holes in the stickers and the shirts but I don't smoke. Yeah. But no, I just I mean if you ever really want anything it's at Che Don't Smoke on Instagram or the corporate Instagram account that I made. Is I don't smoke underscore official. Boom. The other one's eighteen plus because I do show that I smoke a little bit.
6: <laughs> but I'm out. <laughs> young Che, uh, young out, che. Of out, out of the cut. Out of the now. cut. All right. <laughs> Later, buddy.
0: Good seeing you, man. Thanks, dude.
6: Right. Sean, yeah. nice thank work you so man. much. Absolutely, buddy. Love, love the podcast. Thanks everyone for the their help and making this event come come true. Dreams come true. Dreams come true. I got one.
0: Guys, thanks so much for checking out the episode. Like I said, put this on your every year must-do list. Arizona Barrels, Bottles, and Brews at Salt River Fields. Also, be sure to check out the Arizona Beer Book at your local brewery or the tap room. to Keep an eye out for it. Or go to ArizonaBeerbook.com to purchase that. Or you can follow us on social media as well. Or and, not or. Like and, all of these things is, is okay with us. Uh, at the Arizona Beer Book. Huge shout out to Chris Dodson. My man behind the production side of this thing, getting the sound right and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure you guys can tell when it's me and when it's him. So, uh, huge shout out, Chris. Fuyuka, my man Gabo, super awesome dude, allowing us to use his music for our theme music. So, Gabo, awesome, awesome dude. We got some Patreons, too. Jim Flager, Gerardo Jaime, Nate Wirt, Chris Odom marcus Pena and ryan colvin you guys rock appreciate your support if you want to check out the patreon page it's patreon.com forward slash tap that az podcast one last thing we are part of the hopped up network so if you're looking for a new beer podcast go check them out hopped stay awesome